Emerging technologies are transforming the healthcare industry as we know it. Investors, say hello to HTech, a portfolio dedicated to capturing the significant growth potential of healthcare innovation. Learn more at roboglobal.com slash HTEC. King Gates, New Orleans Savior. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the finest sports radio show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Fox Sports Radio. Let's talk about today. Plays, news, headlines, and what's an outrage. What up Wednesdays? We got hockey action, yo. Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, Eagles, Hall of Famers, come and go. Let's rob and get the cork school. Tim, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports team. Now, bring the wood. Step to the plate. Just like the NBA, we going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice, you heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles. You're an honorary captain. Download the podcast. Follow on Twitter. On the sports radio. should have been a tuba player. I think I could have mastered that. Except they'd be too heavy and all that other crap. Hello there, kids. Welcome. It's Memorial Day weekend. Seriously, out of all the instruments, you pick tuba? Just listen to it. It's... I mean, I'd like to be able to play all instruments. I usually just play with my own, but, you know, I'm a guy. That's what happens. Tony Bruno, Miss Robin here, live in the wine cellar on a Friday as people are well, a lot of people bailed on Wednesday of this week. Many others bailed yesterday. And now, of course, on Friday, the traditional let's get out of Dodge for Memorial Day weekend. And I say one thing to all of you first. Remember what Memorial Day weekend is about. It's not about dirty beaches. It's not about smoking, eating, and all that other stuff. It's not about sales on mattresses. It's about remembering. So I got my dad's flag behind me today as we remember those who served this country on Memorial Day weekend. I don't look like a tuba player, I know. I'm more of a flautist myself. There's just not enough flautists in this world. (laughs) Welcome all of you to Twitch TV, Bruno Nation Live. We got a lot of stuff today. A lot of it's going to be Memorial Day weekend related, certainly. But uh, we also have uh, important sports stuff. Correct. We have a big Donovan McNabb story, and I'll get into that in a second, because... Every time Donovan McNabb speaks, the city of Philadelphia and pretty much the entire NFL, but mostly the city of Philadelphia, goes crazy. And it's almost as if people think that he just calls up radio shows or TV stations or websites and starts expounding. Before you you go ahead and rip Donovan McNabb again, which is easy to do, even though he's statistically the greatest quarterback in Eagles history, and then there's Nick Foles and maybe Carson Wentz, But the point is, people ask Donovan McNabb questions, and he answers them. Yes. He's not calling – he's not, with all due respect, he's not T.O. who just shows up at sporting events and expects to get a courtside seat because he's T.O. who was a great player and a Hall of Famer. 
So it's not like the guy's just a, America's house guest, and he's knocking door to door to say, listen to my opinions. Somebody calls him, and he answers the questions, and then people don't like the answers. So we'll get into that in a second. We'll actually play it. It's from TMZ Sports, the number one sports authority. I, I think they overtook some of these sports authority buildings that went out of building, so now they're broadcasting from there. Now, TMZ Sports does a good job. They get more stories than the so-called legit sports media. Yeah, I know. They're, they, well, they, they have very motivated uh, people all over the world. But they have a, they're, they're, the studios are in L.A., obviously, where yeah. Harvey Levin does the show, the regular TMZ. But now the TMZ Sports Division... You know, they do interviews every day. They're getting mm-hmm. all kinds. They're not just walking up to people in, in, in the uh, terminals at LAX anymore like they used to with somebody with a camera phone. We'll see somebody get baggage claim. We saw it all the time when we were there. Anybody, Ice Cube would come in. They'd go over and interview them and then try to sell it for 25 bucks to TMZ. But they've got, they, they, they don't still do that, obviously, which is good. But anybody, but, anybody, like if you're, you happen to be somewhere and you see a celebrity exactly. and you tried it and they actually will. But you got to do it right. See, the yeah. people who work for them, especially the people at LAX, they're smart because it's all, they're all personable. They're not running up, hey, hey. It's like, oh, hello, Mr. McNabb. Would you like to, that's not what they did with Donovan. Donovan was actually in a studio. But when they get people at the airport coming out, right. the best way, the or out of a restaurant, you know, in, in Hollywood. Hollywood Boulevard or Santa Monica Boulevard or anywhere other uh, Robertson Boulevard where all the she-she joints are. There are people waiting outside because they see limos and they know some celebrity is going to come out and they got to be well-versed on what they're going to ask. The Magic Johnson interview before the one that uh, Stephen A. Smith had the other day, uh-huh. the first one that he actually gave after he quit the Lakers was a guy walking up to him coming out of a restaurant in Hollywood. So we talk about news and journalism a lot on this show, what's a real reporter, what's not a real reporter. Anybody can be a reporter now if you have a cell phone and you interview somebody or you catch something, whether it's strange evidence, whether it's paranormal, whether it's a UFO, whether it's your neighbor doing something, whether it's people beating each other up on a subway. That stuff's all news now. And, and actual real radio stations and real TV stations are running that stuff because yeah. they're getting video. Whenever you have video, it's always good. So we'll get into that. We got all kinds of summer stuff ready for you. Not summer shandies yet, though. And I've never really been a summer shandy. Sort of I'm not like a pumpkin spice guy because they tell me I'm supposed to drink pumpkin spice because it's October and it feels like fall when there's no such thing as pumpkin spice. It's just a fake. But I don't like pumpkin beer. I don't like any of that. Summer shandies are basically, they put lime now in beer. Yeah. Like and kugels, they put, they put citrus in, which is fine. Right, I don't right, care what right. people drink. Actually, I don't mind if it's really hot out, you have a summer shandy or you have a uh, summer sausage. That's different. No, they're not really summer sausages, the ones that they sell around the holidays. The Philadelphia Eagles oh. are Super Bowl champions. You know who that is? <laughs> that one. That's Scrapple Joe's Scrapple, walk-up yes. music. It's Merrill Reese. And it always startles us because now if you're one of our Twitch followers, you can get your own blurp walk-on sound. You have to be at least a tier one subscriber. Okay. So if you're a tier, at least a tier one subscriber and you log on to the little uh, red and white flower thingy and follow the instructions, you can download your own walk-on song. And every time you join the chat room, you can uh, have your own tune. So it can be exactly. whatever you want. Exactly right. So we welcome everybody on the board. Everybody's ready for the weekend. 
people are driving now. We'll have a gas price update. And I'm not going to give you like gas station to gas station. I'm going to give you an overview of the entire country. Because the gas prices, as you've noticed, have been going up this year. But what you haven't noticed, maybe, is that they actually went down in the last week. Not a lot. But you would think that they started raising them around March. And right. you think, oh, they're going to do this. And by the time it gets to Memorial Day weekend, it'll be over $4 a gallon. Well, it's always over $4 a gallon in California, yeah. so it doesn't matter what happens. Everybody knows that if you live in the West Coast. You're going to get jacked if you live in Hawaii, the gas prices. But we will give you the highest state's gas price, average gas prices, and the lowest gas prices. And one of the highest states is going to absolutely blow you away, Robin. It's going to be shocking. It's going to be one of those. One of these doesn't belong here. You know when they have those uh, those polls, or not polls, but graphs? Uh Which one of these doesn't belong here? And they do it with animals or colors. Which one of these states doesn't belong here? I will give you that and see if you can find the answer. Speaking of one of these that doesn't belong here, yes. um, we want to remind people that are watching on Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope, mm-hmm. which is brought to you, the multi-stream is brought to you by uh, Switchboard.live for all your streaming needs. Uh, check them out. If you have any kind of streaming um, needs or issues, check out uh, switchboard.live exactly for and and they are happy to help you out with anything that you need but while this segment of what does not belong while well, we are exclusive on twitch.tv everything we're giving we- a little extra bonus weekend yes. taste but the best part is I tweeted out earlier today on my Twitter feed at Tony Bruno show Download the Twitch app. You're going away for the holiday weekend. It doesn't matter where you are. It's not like a radio You're station be in the where you're for a long time. You'll be in the car stuck in traffic. Whether you're here on the East Coast heading to the Jersey Shore, the North, the Atlantic Ocean, to the mountains, to the lakes, to the rivers, to the to sea, the to the fruited plains, wherever you are <laughs> in this great nation of ours, in the Midwest, if you're out on the West Coast, this is America's show. Yes. We're going to make Twitch TV great again. And I don't know I if that'll be, fit on a hat, though. Even if we're not live, I will be trying because I wish there was a way to do it automatically. I have to constantly be on top of it. But um, we will be rerunning old shows all weekend long unless we are live, and then we'll be live. And then we are going to do live on Monday. Now, normally, I used to, when I was doing radio shows, I'd always take off on Memorial Day, the actual day. Because, you know, we worked five days a week and it was a holiday. And so a lot of people don't normally listen to the radio on Memorial Day or the 4th of July. But because we are dedicated to you, our Twitch audience, because you'll be out doing stuff. It's not like Mm -hmm. you can't listen to the show or watch the show. Right. Obviously, it's easier to listen if you're barbecuing or grilling or chilling. So we're going to do a show live Monday from 1 to 4 Eastern time, our regular time, Memorial Day. We're going to have a little outdoor. I may put a mic outside, because taking this whole studio outside on the sidewalk, that could get ugly. I put the... They'd have an inflatable rat out there in no time. Jim Kenny would have his boys out there saying, is this a union-authorized show? I put the kibosh on <laughs> I'm that I'm a union idea. member. I'm an after-sag guy. So I'm not one of these. This isn't a scab show. The only scabs are in the sex strike because they have a lot of scabs, therefore they shouldn't be having sex. And so when you see a scab, you're not really thinking yeah. of sexy things. But before we continue on with the gases, what's going on in the oceans, what's going on inside the ocean, what's going on... And Groot is in now, of course. That is the great... Billy. Bully 77 Mustang, yeah. Beautiful. Can you get Twitch underwater in a submarine and listen to the Tony Bruno show? Absolutely. I, if, you have, if you have internet or if you have they 5G have the, now, well, what if those, 5G gets down underwater? Well, they have those new um, underwater headsets. 
But he's in a submarine, Robin. They don't have underwater headsets in submarines. They're actually... If they can get satellite underwater, I'm sure they can figure out how to do 5G. I mean, it's just being streamed from a satellite. Hello? So, by the way, another reason for all of you folks on Facebook and Twitter and Periscope and YouTube is we have a special guest on the show today. Yes, we do. And it's something very close to my heart, Robin. Very, very close. It is the Madden franchise. Madden 20 is coming out, and it's always the most anticipated game when it comes out as far as sports games. And so in Madden 20, there's some new perks in there, some new gizmos. Not Gizmo Williams, the former wide receiver and punt returner in the National Football. There's some new options. Options. What do we call these? Plays. Now, even though I was in the game, I was was actually part of the game. But I was in the game. Because when you're in the game, you're in the game. And so the man who actually... One of the main guys at uh, EA Sports who develops these games, who develops the Madden games for a long time, Anthony White is going to join us today. Correct. And there's all kinds of new stuff in the new Madden. Including a very, very special play near and dear to your heart. Well, not just my heart. The hearts of all real Americans. Because after all, this is Memorial Day weekend. We're going into the summer. I'm a Yankee duty Dan Dandel kind of guy, or Yankee Dan- doodle Dandel? dandy. I'm sounding like Nancy Pelosi now, and I haven't even had a drink yet. <laughs> Meanwhile, before we can t- commence, and Anthony White's going to join us at about uh, 15, 20 minutes from now. Yes. And we'll get the very latest so on tell Madden. Your, like, if you're a big Madden fan, yes. Madden 20. And all the people on Twitch are big Madden fans. I mean, Madden is played all over the place. There's great channels that have people playing Madden, Fortnite, all the other popular games. So all you Twitch people out there, tell everybody who's on Twitch, who's a gamer, that Anthony White, Madden developer, will be on this show coming up in uh, about 20 minutes from now of all the new things. And uh, no, I'm not going to do one of those. And there's an important story that I'm going to break on this show exclusively about my return to the Madden franchise. Oh, if only uh, can people I have, would... See, if I did that, you want to talk about fraudulent? I know. <laughs> I'll do what they do. People doing. would I'm... go crazy. No, I have. Do, I really have. Do what's going to happen? I have breaking news right now, Robin. On that, I am not going to be in Madden 20. However, I will be replacing Adam Levine on The Voice as the shocking <laughs> news that broke just before we came on the air here today, Robin. Adam Levine is leaving The Voice. He's been on from the beginning, though, right? I don't. Sorry. I mean, I don't even know. I didn't even know it was still on. Now, uh, I'd rather see him on Naked and Afraid. I'm sure a lot of chicks who dig him. Is he leaving Maroon 5? That's what I want to know. Demeco215 says, I remember walking down the halls of college doors and Bruno's voice from Madden 05 was the voice of college. Yes, I was. I was hot in the dorms, baby. When, when these kids, when they were doing their hanky-panky and, and keg stands and all uh-huh. that other stuff. By the way, speaking of pe- keg stands. You, you were on <laughs> the screens of many boys and in the minds of many women. Of course. Thank you, Robin. I think it said that right <laughs> under my bio. <laughs> So we'll talk a little Madden. We'll talk about what not to do at the beach. There's a not, now a long, long laundry list of things you're not allowed to do anymore. And obviously, New Jersey, since it's the closest state, and there's a, obviously all the way from New York all the way down to the, the end of South Jersey, even into Delaware, except Delaware is not doing this. There will be all kinds of new bands, things you can't do on the beach this summer. And it's not just here locally because we're in Pennsylvania and New Jersey's the closest beaches. It's something that's happening all over the country, and we'll get into that, too. Plus, Robin has a, you're going to get your ass bit up 
if you go into a particular body of water this week. And not a shark. This isn't a shark or a Jaws update. We did yes. that the other day. We have a we actually have a lot of um, don't do this updates today. Yeah, this is, we're, this we're, is like we're, a very PSA day. It is. We're just looking out for year, you as yeah. you're getting in your cars, you're driving around, you're wondering what happens. I know Chickies and Pete's does their big thing every year down on the uh, Atlantic City Expressway at the toll plaza there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where they pay a, they pay people's tolls for one hour. Oh yes, you you've afternoon. been part of that a couple absolutely. Times, yeah. They do it every Memorial Day weekend. They actually unlock the beach in Wildwood today. Kate Smith comes out, the statue that was taken down. They bring the Kate Smith statue down on the Wildwood, New Jersey boardwalk, and Kate gives the blessing, and then they bless the beach, and then people will run out there and say, I'm not getting in this damn water. It's freezing. I remember the last time you did it, you were uh, on your short return to WIP, and um, you had to rush back to the city to do your... Like Keith Olbermann hit on ESPN, yeah. So it was a mad, mad, It was insane getting down there because everybody's driving down to the shore on the Atlantic City Expressway. Didn't you get a ticket? No, I didn't get a ticket. Oh, that was to the golf tournament. Yeah, that was another. You know, you're trying to speed through New Jersey. (laughs) Especially now, they tax everything. They will be taxing the beach this year, I think. Governor Phil Murphy will be out there not... When he blesses the beach... He will be taking a sample of water from the beach, and instead of seeing the bacteria levels, he will find out how much he can tax you this year to put your foot in the ocean. That's what they're going to start doing next, Robin. It's an absolute outrage. But anyway, enough about that. We'll give you the gas update. We'll give you the beach update. It's the sort, you know, you know where we are. We're the show that reaches the beaches, as they used to say. Yes. And we will go. Not that horrible movie, Beaches, with what's her face in it. That was not a horrible movie. That was horrible. Wonderful movie. Speaking of beaches, yes. (laughs) Actually, Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney will be blessing the Delaware River by puking into it tonight after he goes on a drunken bender on Two Street and then heads over down to the Moshaloo and wretches all over the side of the, the boat and has to hose it down later on. Um, there's several people that are asking about the blurp sound bites. Yes. So there if you look up blurp and sound bites, I, I think a lot of people are posting the link to information on it. If mm-hmm. you're still having problems, just know that for until we get this all worked out and ironed out and everybody understands it better. The blurps. I, not the dorps, I'm not, not the dorps, dorps, dorps. So it's right now. It is, I believe, still free for if you're a tier one. I'm not charging anything right now. You're not charging. No, well, I mean, my normally, phone's charging at least. Normally, there is a charge to do a blurp and to have that as an option for you, but because it's still all wonky, um, wonky, we're, yeah, we're working on it, and we have lots of people that are working on it, including the people from Blurp. This is a sort blurp of blurp is a company. Yeah, Blurp is a company. Blurp, 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 and so they're they're helping me out as well. But if anybody has figured it out, which is not me. Please let the, be 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 our little assistant and let other people know how it works. <laughs> people are even commenting not just on our our stream chat here on uh, our Twitch TV channel because that's the greatest part of this. It's this constant interaction. So people can mock us, they can love us, they can correct us, they can give us some more information. Uh, that's what's great about it. It's like everybody's involved in the show. You know what I mean? Right. And Tony. And even the, the, the one line, uh, bottom shelf picks uh-huh. on Twitter, big baller bets I, whatever that means, says, I'd rather see him naked on the beach. That was my quote about 
Adam Levine, ah. who just left The Voice this morning. I don't know how I'm going to be able to finish the show now that Adam Levine's not on The View anymore. Not The View. Now Maybe he'll is... go to The View. He's not on The Voice anymore. Before we get too far yeah. into this uh, so that we can answer this question, Swedish Chef 2019 is asking if you're going to be giving out your Stone Cold Lead Pipe Stanley Cup final locks. Well, we're going to give it out on Monday because that's when it starts. Okay. Monday Memorial Day night. But what if somebody what... wants it a little bit earlier? Uh, no, nah, I'm not going to release it right now. Okay. I, I did tell you yesterday, though, when I gave out the odds for last night's Toronto Raptors-Milwaukee Bucks game, and Milwaukee Bucks were favored by seven points, and, 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 the, and the line was really, really high. And I'm like saying, dude, why, why were the Milwaukee Bucks minus like 180 and minus seven points? They got, they got destroyed in the fourth quarter. And now all of a sudden, we'll have the only highlight of that game coming up for you. The best highlight of last night's Milwaukee Bucks, Toronto Raptors, Game 5 in the Eastern Conference Finals. It's going to a Game 6, and they're going to Toronto, eh? Toronto. And speaking of Toronto, we will have a Toronto. How much can you get for four? What can you get for $450,000 in Toronto real estate right now? Because people always talk about prices on the West Coast, and you know, in California, it's almost impossible to find anything affordable unless you make a million dollars or a half a million dollars. Toronto, believe it or not, Robin, is one of the hottest real estate markets, and you will not believe what you can get for $450,000 in Toronto. Maybe the home of the NBA champs. Maybe at least the home of the Eastern Conference NBA champs. So that's coming up today. We got you covered with anything. No, I'm not. Again, Drake. I went into Drake the other day. You talk about a guy who's going to be lit Saturday night. When they go back to Toronto for a possible game series ending win. Lit AF? Yeah, all the way. Any, any way you can lit it up, it's going to be absolutely nuts. I don't mind Drake. He doesn't bother me. He's a fan. Now, he's not like Bieber. Bieber's a phony fan. Bieber's a front runner. He'll go to the Lakers game one day and wear a LeBron jersey, and then he'll go to another team. He's like Cowboy fans. He's a, he's a front runner. When okay. the Cowboys are good, he'll wear his Cowboy gear. When they suck, he'll become a Laker fan or follow the next best team. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of guys, especially celebrities, Robin. Yeah, but I think he's really he's really a real fan. I don't Ooh, think Bieber? Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. No, I no, Drake, no Drake's around. He's a, ter- okay. he's a Canadian. Bieber's a Canadian, too, but Bieber's also a Laker fan. Yeah. So you can't be a Canadian and be a Laker fan and not be a Toronto Raptor fan. And if you are, you're just a front runner. And a lot of people are like that. And they can do whatever they want. But Bieber is a certified fake fan. He's no real fan. You can't be a fan of multiple teams in the NBA. Now, people are going to say, well, wait, Tony, you said you like the Golden State Warriors. I do, but I've been following them since they were the Philadelphia Warriors. So they're my pretty much adopted West Coast franchise. I was following the Warriors when they sucked. So it's not like I jumped on the bandwagon. In fact, we should play our, you know what I was trying to find? My Steph Curry, Steph Curry did this like 10 years ago for me. He did a personalized drop for my show. Remember that? Oh, that's right. Steph Curry was giving me love and this show love before any of you front runner jump on the bandwagon warrior fans till death crowd jumped on board. I wonder if I can still. That's why the Warriors love me because I love them back. They give me love, I give them love. That's why I have Warrior gear and no Sixer gear. Where would I find that? It's somewhere in the. Uh, it's. It's somewhere in my library somewhere, maybe in my iTunes. Because Don Nelson, Don Nelson was coaching the Warriors when they did those drops for me in San Francisco. So we'll get into that. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we got to play this song. 
My buddy John Kincaid down there in Atlanta, Buck and Kincaid Show, 680 The Fan in Atlanta, Georgia. He announced today that in my honor, he will be playing on the way to Cape May today on Buck and Kincaid, 680 The Fan in Atlanta. And people are excited about it. People are thinking about what they did. Now, yes, this is a classic. It's a hokey song. You look so very pretty. But it's a great song. When we met in Ocean City, like someone oh so easy to adore. I sang this little ditty on our way through Ocean City, heading south along the Jersey Shore. Everybody now. On the way to Cape May. I fell in love with you. <laughs> Who sang this? Al Alberts. The great Al Alberts. Dreams come true. I was taken by your smile as we drifted by sea. I feel like I have to have that that 1950s fake smile. When we reached Avalon on the way to Cape May. <laughs> Stone Harbor skies were gray. <laughs> you have to have that really fake 1950s, you know, like. You mean fake? Al Roberts wasn't fake. He did the. He did the. He no, was doing. Had the, I, whenever I hear this type of music on TV, they always had it, that. It's really happy music, Robin. It's happy music. You gotta make everything negative. I did not say that. There's no fake smiles. You think this is? Uh, everybody now. On the way to Cape May, I fell in love with. Not Theresa May, no, she's gone. I saw my dreams come true. I was taken by your. Cozy Morley, another legendary local down the shore Jersey guy. My heart was gone. My paycheck was gone, too. When we reached Avalon. Al Alberts had a kiddie show called the Al Alberts Showcase back in the day on Channel 6 here in Philly, the ABC station. Uh-huh. And it was like, uh, you know, like all these other shows now where everybody wants to be on them. Except you have young kids come on and tap dance on a Sunday morning. <laughs> Al Alberts Showcase. You know, Ed McMahon did Star Search, remember? Yes, oh yeah, yeah. No, Everybody's into these stuff. I had a very voice. good friend that was on the Star Search. Really? Yes. Did they win? No. <laughs> she... I'll, uh... All right, I mean, this is a traditional summer yes. song. This is the last time we'll, we'll play it. Summer me, Sanders will be coming up so to do me, an NBA update and singing this song later on I in the show. I have to tell you, though, every single time that we are driving towards Cape May on the New Jersey Turnpike. I, it's not the Turnpike. turnpike it's the, the Atlantic Jersey, City Expressway, Robin. Me, Atlantic City Expressway. This song, at least the refrain, <laughs> keeps going through my head automatically. Unfortunately. Even when you get to Cape May. You're like, did I just really sing this yes. dumb song? <laughs> I hear, I hear it in the back of my on the way to Cape May. All right, I hear it, I hear it, I hear it. Wow, yes, there's some good summer. How about my Theresa May knowledge right there, Robin? Uh, that was Cape May. Theresa May. Uh, Rudy. No, who else? There's a lot of Mays in sport. Not Harry Mays. Harry. Yeah. Get out. Get out. All right. Uh, well, hey, Justin was- Timberlake, according to the Swedish chef, was on Star Search and lost. I vaguely remember yes. that. You remember yes. Summer Sanders, who I just mentioned, not Summer Sausage. Summer right. Sanders was the Olympic swimmer. swimmer, gorgeous. 
She did NBA. She 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 actually moved on to like doing NBA yeah, she's on NBC. Fantastic. She was doing it with what's his face, uh, uh, Ahmad Rashad. Wasn't she and Ahmad Rashad did an NBA show together. Didn't she also do something with Super Sloppy's Double Dare Nickelodeon? She's done a lot of stuff. I don't know where she is though. I have to look her up. Look, find out where Summer Sanders is. Okay, well, let hopefully me see. she's having a summer shandy on her way to Cape May or Santa Monica Beach or summer Santa Cruz or Sanders. I need a Summer Sanders update. She's so adorable. Um, I'm, I'm sure she probably still looks good. I hope she's all right. I mean, I, 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 I would have known if something had happened to her, I would think. Yeah, yeah, no, she's fine. She's 46 years old. She. That's good age right there. Is... It's in the demo. <laughs> Doesn't really show what she's doing. She's not active now. right now? She's 46 and she's not active? Her most recent work on TV is hosting the game show Keywords for HLN. Headline News has a game show? Well, I know they don't have news anymore. <laughs> what is HLN? Headline is News. Hello? HLN, yeah. HLN. So, Robin, that's... are you doubting my knowledge? Headline News used <laughs> to be a news channel. I should know better. It was like ESPN better. News when they started. You know started. what I need to do now, though? What? Is I need to prep and get ready for the what fabulous are you do? Are you Anthony take... White because it's almost 1.30. Well, because since it's just the two of us, Tony. Just the two of us. I do everything during the show technically. I know, I know you do. So, Which means that I can't talk. Plus we have some graphics from the new, this is an exclusive oh, yeah. sneak peek of Madden 20 that you're not going to get anywhere else. We have the actual parts of the new graphics that are going to be in Madden 20. And then what I will do when Anthony White comes on, I will do my normal beg, not beg. I will put in my normal annual request. Because the people have been asking me this. Should we leave? Should we allow the Facebook, YouTube, and, and Periscope li listeners to stay on while we're for the Anthony White? Or should we say goodbye to them now? I don't know. That's a good question, Robin. You know what? I'm, I'm going to allow them to stay on. Oh, you're going to give them a little bonus I'm taste? Them a, I'm giving them it's a like bonus giving them taste. A, that's like giving them one drink. You know, yes. you go to happy hour and you get a couple of mugs and then one mug free. And the way they need to thank us is by making the switch to Twitch. And following the and show. And following the show. And subscribing if they have Amazon Prime. Damn right. We're not sending them packing. And they should be very, very lucky. You're damn right. And they should follow the show at minimum and subscribe at maximum. And hang out with us every... Oh, is that Anthony there? Are we calling him already? Anthony, how are you, man? It's Tony Brown. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. I didn't even hear Robin dialing you. Normally, we dial the guests on the air, and you can hear the dialing and the ringing like in the old days when it sounds so good when you hear somebody actually hitting the dial tone. <laughs> One ringy-dingy. Yeah. Two ringy-dingy. Exactly. Do you know the cash call jackpot amount right now, Anthony White? <laughs> um, I'm afraid not. Uh, I just oh. ran from a meeting so I could get here to uh, get on with you all, and um, but it uh, sounds like an exciting uh, <laughs> No, nah, it's a, it's an old dumb radio thing where people would call people and say, "Were you listening to the show? You know how much is in the jackpot, and if you knew, they would send you the money." But I'm going to send you a copy of Madden 05 autograph just for you, <laughs> Anthony White. <laughs> Anthony White's one of the brilliant <laughs> developers at EA Sports. How many years have you worked on the Madden franchise? I've been um, with uh, EA for 14 years. I started out in the, um, January 05, and as a matter of fact, uh, Madden 06 is the first one that I actually worked on. Which shipped that year, and that's the one you guys may remember with Donovan McNabb on the cover. Exactly. Well, you know, in 05, that was the one. I was in 05, 06, and 07, as you probably know. 05 was the first yeah. time they did the radio show, and that's where uh, Ray, uh, what, what's it? Ray Lewis was on the cover. Ray Lewis. And, I, yeah. and my pictures are on the back of the box 
which is quite an honor. <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, back to me, I'd be rude to say that um, I was actually a big fan uh, of you in the game back in those days because I actually used to enjoy listening to the, um, you know, for people who may not know, that was part of our franchise modes um, in those game days. So Tony would do interviews with, uh, like, some of the head coaches and such. And uh, as a matter of fact, I think one of my favorite ones is the one you did with Jack Del Rio, who was the coach of the Jags at the time. So I used to enjoy listening, but it was almost like listening to, uh, you know, your real-life radio show. So I really enjoyed those. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was, a, and it was an honor to do it, to be asked, because the people at EA, they contacted me and said, hey, we're going to do a new feature, and we're going to add a radio show component to it. And they said, would you like mm-hmm. to do it? And I said, nah, let me think. <laughs> uh, Anthony, this is Miss Robin here on the show. We have so many listeners that are tuning in right now, one of whom, Trevor said that, um, and a couple of people, they, they used to hear Tony's voice coming from all of the dorm rooms when they were being played. <laughs> and uh, so he said that his, his, the Tony Bruno voice is his college memories. It's ingrained in a lot of the college students who were um, playing Madden around that time. And, yeah, uh, it, it was actually a pretty cool feature. So uh, who knows? Maybe something um come up like that down the road one of these uh, days in the future edition of the game. Well, let me tell you, if you brought Tony back, so many people would be excited. We get that answer or that question all the time. When are you going to be back on the game? We love that, man. No, it's, it's, you know, to be considered and to be a part of the most successful sports video game franchise of all time. Seriously, it's, you know, it's amazing how many people know me from radio or TV or other things that I've done or ESPN or Fox. Yet there's a whole generation of people who know me strictly from the video game. That's all they know about me. They knew about me in Madden. So it's amazing how many generations of people uh, I've crossed paths with over the last 50 years. And I totally understand that because, uh, you know, one of the cool things about the job that I have in my role is that I get to go out and visit with Coach Madden himself. uh, You know, usually around the football season, we generally give him an update on, uh, you know, how the game is doing, you know, new features and things of that nature for the next year's game. But he actually likes to uh, mention that story as well of himself. You know, uh, you know, he was a coach. You know, not many of the people around, uh, the younger people anyway, realize how much success he had as an NFL head coach. But also, too, you know, some people may not realize the success he had as a broadcaster. Oh, yeah. But, you know, they definitely know him and associate him with the Madden game. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm sure, you know, a lot of the younger people probably, you know, 25 and younger, that's probably the only, uh, you know, association they may have with Coach Madden. Yeah, it's a so yeah I can definitely understand, uh, you know, the same thing that you deal with in that regard. Well, I'm no John. John's a great friend, and I was honored to know him, and I get to see him every once in a while when I go out to the Bay Area, and uh, he's, a, he's an icon yet. But you're right. A lot of younger people under 25, they just know Madden. They don't know it was John Madden. They don't know it was John Madden who was the number one broadcaster on CBS all those years, and then Fox and yeah. Night Football. So, Fox and all that old crew, the number one exactly. crew. Yeah. So now the, but the, the big question is, every year you have to do fresh stuff, and it's, yep. it's sort of like I, iPhones. To most people who are Madden fans, they're going to go buy Madden no matter what, but they always know whatever's new, the new the new developments, the new parts of the game. Everybody knows because that's what you guys do so well is every year you add something new so that the game never gets stale. I mean, the technology, of course, keeps getting better. I mean, the last 15 years from when I did the game till now, I mean, it's much more realistic. Although those are still pretty – those are good – they're still playable games. The mm-hmm. 05, 06, yeah. 07. It's not like you can't go back and play a Madden from the 2000 era 
and say, oh, man, this thing's like, it's like when you went from Sega Genesis, you know, went from Atari to Sega Genesis. Exactly. Anthony, I have to say that when it's weird, now every now and then I'll be, I'll be looking through other Twitch channels or something and somebody will be playing and I have to do a double take to see, wait, wait a minute. Is that a real yeah. game or is that, is that a, yeah, is that the real thing? Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's so realistic. Yeah, and to kind of give you guys an idea to sort of, uh, you know, high level, uh, walk you through how we sort of come up with some of the ideas that go into the game on a yearly basis. Well, obviously, uh, you know, we start by looking at what we did in the previous versions of the games. And, uh, you know, we try to, and we're always, um, you know, especially in a role like mine as a designer, um, you know, you're always looking for feedback on what you've done previously. And, you know, you take that feedback from various sources, you know, our uh, players who play the game, you know, various social media outlets. But also, too, internally, there's things that me and my colleagues that we were always wanting to do ourselves. And then, you know, we sort of try to, uh, you know, get all of those ideas together, if you will. And then, you know, just like um, a lot of what a lot of other businesses do, uh, you know, we sort of prioritize those things in terms of importance and what people are asking for and wanting and also, too, what can help us uh, achieve that goal of, you know, delivering a true, authentic NFL experience. And then you start to, you know, from there, you start to narrow down the things that you really want to go after, those things that we think would really resonate um, the most with our fan base. And then, you know, the production work starts in earnest to, you know, get those things implemented. Then, you know, we go out and we start writing the designs and, you know, we start, um, you know, a lot of planning meetings and sessions doing things in such a, like, for example, my deal um, with the offensive plays, defensive plays, all the AI and things of that nature, you know, you start um, thinking about uh, lining up mocap talent so that we can go and do motion capture sections, watching a lot of NFL game footage so that we can capture those really authentic uh, movements and techniques that the players uh, execute every uh, weekend, uh, every Sunday on the field. And then we work with our animation staff to bring those things to life in the game. And then, of course, our engineering um, teams to make sure that we have the AI on both sides of the ball that can actually execute those things. And, you know, we have the mechanics that allow our users to be able to, uh, you know, experience uh, with, with those serious features. So that's sort of, you know, in a, a, a quick high-level overview of how that year-to-year -year process, you know, how we innovate, how we sort of, you know, um, get things into the game so we can deliver fresh new content to the uh, fans of the game on a yearly basis. Now, of course, one of the big questions, and it's like an unveil, is, you know, who's going to be on the cover, and you guys have already announced that. It's going to be Patrick yep. Mahomes this year, right? Patrick Mahomes, yep. Now, how mm -hmm. soon do you make that decision for the next year's game? Well, the uh, marketing team in Ernest, they um, generally make that decision. Um, now, in the past, they've actually led it up, uh, let, left it up to a fan vote. Um, but generally uh, speaking, it's usually about uh, about a, a few weeks, maybe a month or so before we start um, releasing information in terms of who the cover athlete will be. And that all leads up to, you know, the unveiling of various features. And then, you know, we start to slowly, uh, you know, work our way up to what we call uh, EA Play, which is our annual event that we hold out in uh, Hollywood every year where that's the first um, experience that people get to, well, that's the first time people get to experience the Madden game, get gameplay, get their hands on the sticks. So it's sort of, a, uh, you know, one of those things that's on the calendar 
that sort of leads up uh, from a series of marketing events to the culmination with EA Play. This year, the announcement was uh, around the NFL draft um, this year in Nashville. And um, so usually around that time, because now people are starting to really get that frenzy, if you will, starting to get that football feel. And that's the first big sort of, um, you know, football event that takes place in that time of the year. So um, that's usually when they join it. Well, at least lately, they've looked to, um, you know, announce the cover athlete around that time frame. And also the other things that people always look for. Well, they talk about the jinx, but the, the games, the parts of the games, and the jinx really hasn't really been a big deal lately because every year it seemed back in the day if you were on the cover you know it was like the sports illustrated jinx people are always looking for negative things to happen when somebody's on a cover of anything is that is there still what you considered some some fear about the do athletes still say i don't know if i want to be on the cover i don't want to be part of the jinx i i don't know if that's a, a big of a thing now um at least with some of the athletes that I've had just spoke with, uh, you know, I was at the um, cover shoot last year with Antonio Brown. Uh, you know, he was going through his um, um, photo shoot, and you know, he didn't seem uh, too worried about it. We, you know, we were just sort of shooting the breeze doing one of the uh, breaks there. But uh, it's one of those things, though. You know, for a while, though, you know, you start to think to yourself, hmm, okay, maybe there is something here. But uh, you know, like you said, lately, uh, um, it's sort of been one of those things that you know. Uh, probably a little bit more of an uh, 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 urban legend, if you will, than a real thing. But uh, even Coach Madden himself has brought that up to us about, you know, yeah, guys will coach me about, hey, I don't know if I want to be on that cover because of that jinx and so forth. But it, it is very interesting, and it makes for great uh, talking points, if you will, uh, when you talk to uh, guys about um, uh, being on the cover, and especially guys who've been on the cover in the past. Now, one of the other cool things that I just found out this past year, actually a few months back at the Super Bowl in Atlanta, you guys had a booth there, and I had a chance to go in and get my head completely scanned. So you had, that's what you yeah. do to all the athletes now. So you sit in this chair, and there's cameras all the way around you, 360 degrees, and then they take a picture, and so you have the entire scope of a person's skull and you can use like my 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 head now will be featured in some games maybe in the stands not as an announcer and so yeah. that's what you do with a lot of people you put them in different games right because of these head scans yeah those head scans and you know that's a pretty extensive um, a process matter of fact uh, i was actually involved in that um not this past summer but uh, two summers ago at the uh, nfl's um owners meeting um, down here in orlando where you know usually with the new head coaches since they're all sort of uh, at one location and, you know, you can, instead of having to go to their individual uh, team locations, you know, the new coaches, they come in, you know, we get their head scans uh, and then we're able to get them into the game. And then what they usually do also at the NFL Combine, uh, like to go there and, you know, you're able to get some of the rookies as well so that you can have them accurately portrayed in the uh, game. And a couple of years ago, they actually went out to um, all of the team locations and, you know, started scanning the players. So I think there's still maybe a few outliners that they may we may not have. But by and large, yeah, we've gotten most of the league. And it's, real, it's really impressive, too. You know, you look at the uh, character artists, you know, the way they're able to take those head scans and, you know, actually uh, recreate those um, lifelike uh, images and those lifelike characters in the game, which is something that our fans really appreciate, you know, especially with the NFL game, you know, you, you can really zoom in because, you know, the guys are wearing helmets, but you can look at them and say, oh, okay, that's really his face. That's the closest 
facial expression. So it's a pretty cool process. Yeah, and I, I was told that the, my, that the head scan that they did of me could appear anywhere, not just in the Madden games. It could be in the soccer game. It could be in the NBA game. So the heads can appear. Oh, yeah. The heads are interchangeable. Yeah, it's uh, sheer technology. That's one of the um, you know benefits of being on a, a streamlined game engine. You know, Frostbite. You know, we're able to share assets and resources back and forth. The various uh, games, especially within the sports label. You guys even have a Twitch channel, right? Yeah, we're on all kinds of um, on social media platforms. Twitch is obviously a big one. You know, um, that's we did a live stream on Twitch last night where we uh, actually gave. More info on the Madden game in terms of gameplay, uh, some of the features that we're doing in there. Uh, my area, which is mostly revolves around the X's and O's, the uh, game AI, and you know some of the new things that we're doing there. So uh, yeah, we have a Twitch channel, and um, you know we like to communicate with our fans through various media, um, uh, social media platforms. Twitch you being one of them. You got to have Twitch host one of my shows because uh, everybody can host other shows now. I'll host one of the Twitch shows, and you guys can. I don't know how that works because I don't know all that technical technological. Don't stuff. you worry, Tony. I know how it works. Okay, Robin does all that if, stuff. And then also, if they, if they want to host the Bruno Nation Live, which would be kind of funny because all of these people that recognize Tony's voice are like, "Wait a minute!" They'll feel like they're watching Twitch in franchise mode. Yeah, we got to do like some special <laughs> Twitch franchise mode type special shows. You know, during the course of the yeah. season before the release of the next game coming up in the fall, right? That would be awesome. Yeah, that yeah. would be awesome. I'd love to do that stuff. Now, um, yeah. we have a we have a question from one of our fans that is listening in, big Madden fan. They're asking, what is different in franchise modes this year for coming up for twenty? Well, um, with franchise mode, there are some um, things that they're definitely looking at, um, you know, getting implemented in terms of, you know, um, some of the new schemes. And that's something that I'm involved with in terms of, you know, team building aspect of franchise mode, you know, being able to identify uh, players who can fit this particular mode of play. Uh, in particular, uh, one of the things that's impacting that is, you know, Cliff Kingsbury being the uh, new head coach at the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Mm -hmm. Well, obviously, you know, uh, people may not realize this, but not only does it have an impact gameplay-wise from what I do, because, you know, you have to research what, you know, and try to project ahead what type of offense that he may um, use. But in franchise mode, well, what type of players that he will need to use for the, you will need to use for his type of offense. Uh, and, you know, we have to do a lot of tuning in that regard. So, and also, too, we have to create a new scheme uh, for franchise mode, which affects the way that the Cardinals will evaluate and look at players and such and so forth. So, you know, we had to add the air raid scheme, which is something that we hadn't had before. So those that's one of the, um, you know, nuggets um, that you'll be able to see uh, new this year in the franchise mode. Now, I know you guys sent us a couple of uh, graphics of the new some of the new plays, and one of them is the Philly Special, and I got a lot of comments on my Twitter feed yeah. and on my Twitch feed about, why the Philly Special? I mean, it would run, the Bears ran it first. But there is going to be a play called the I remember the Bears running that, yeah. Exactly. Yep. So that's the big argument. Obviously, Eagles fans are going to say, wow, that's awesome because that, that was one <laughs> of the most important things. So Robin now has put the graphic up on our Twitch screen. And it's a graphic. Mm -hmm. It's not the actual animation. It's just a graphic of the actual drawn play called the Philly yep. Special. So when you play Madden 20, you'll be able to run that play not just for the Eagles, but for any team that you uh, play with or against. Yeah, um, right now it's only in the Eagles playbook uh, for Madden 20, and, uh, you know, uh, there's a possibility we may put it in some others, and it will still be called Philly. But, yeah, you'll be able to, uh, if you use the Eagles playbook or if you create a, choose to create a custom playbook, 
which we allow users to take plays from all the team playbooks and sort of build their own, if you will. You'll be able to use that play uh, against, um, you know, whoever you want. And the interesting thing about that play, you know, it's such, it has such unique features and characteristics, you know, that I'm sure that every Eagles fan or every football fan who remembers watching that Super Bowl game, you know, Nick Foles going up to the line of scrimmage, you know, you know, as if he's calling out a signal, tapping the um, tackle on the backside, the ball gets snapped and it's uh, pitched to Trey Burton comes, uh, Trey Burton who came around and threw the pass. Well, obviously, since all those elements are in play, you felt like, well, we just can't really go with one play. We need to add a few other plays so that when you're playing Tony with maybe Robin, <laughs> Robin sees, oh, okay, Tony, I know you're calling Philly Special. But no, it's the fake Philly Special, so you get over that one. So you got to make some couple of plays look alike. And that's the one thing that's sort of different from the NFL and video game worlds where, you know, we have to sort of think about in terms of, well, if you're playing your buddy, he can see what I'm calling because it's right there on the play call screen. So you have to sort of uh, come up with some other plays that look similar to it. But yeah, they're fully special. That was a, that's a fun play that you'll be able to use um, regardless of um, uh, what team you choose as long as you pick a playbook that has it. Well, I have a really funny, I was just watching Cobra Frenchie on Twitch.tv that the uh, Madden NFL uh Twitch station was hosting, and he was saying that he is not an Eagles fan, but he was playing his Eagles players uh, so that he could play the play. Because <laughs> he's like, I, I, I can't, I can't believe I'm actually playing Eagles, but uh, you know this play is so awesome, I had to do it. It was pretty funny. By the way, one quick question: yeah. NorCal Navy sure. Mike is on the our Twitch stream, and he's saying thanks for calling in today, Mr. White. Long time bugaboo in game. Uh, the clocks in game for daily weekly objectives do not properly account for daylight savings time. Clocks are off by an hour. And he says, example, resets okay. currently happen at 7 a.m. Eastern, Eastern time, not 6 a.m. as is shown labeled in game. Should be an easy fix. It's somehow no, uh, we, we haven't seen it done for it. So for us overnight players, cutting it right down to the wire. He wants to know if that's something that can, and obviously the technology is there. So uh, th these are the kinds of questions I'm sure you guys get all the time. Yeah, yeah, we do. We get uh, all kinds of questions. Question, and matter of fact, this is do we know it? And I will follow up with this when I, uh, you know, get back upstairs. But, uh, but yeah, we get all kinds of questions just like that on a variety of topics and, and things like that. One of the funniest bugs that I think I ever saw, um, um, you know, when we were doing the development process, that's actually the fun part of the year where a lot of people don't necessarily see a lot of the things that go on behind the scenes, but you know, because obviously we're trying to get the game polished and, you know, um, something that our fans can enjoy. But one of the funniest bugs I think I ever saw uh, when I first got here, we were doing something around weather and realistic weather in the various locations, which kind of sort of related to that question. And I looked up and come across my desk, oh, it was uh, snowing in Miami. I was like, okay, well, obviously that's uh, uh, something we got to get addressed. So you run into these little things every now and then. But, yeah, that's something that we can definitely uh, take a look at. Awesome. So we have two more plays that you sent us on graphics. You know, and then for the people who say, I don't like Philly, why do you have to put Philly special in? Remember, one of the plays that pretty much every team runs in football and has been for a long time is the Jets sweep. Because the New yeah. York Jets started doing it. So nobody complains about the Jets sweep, do they? When we hear and we see a play run and they say, oh, it's the Jets sweep. Does anybody complain? <laughs> you know what? Uh, <laughs> you just said that. That never crossed my mind. 
the New York Jets and the Jets sweep. So I'm not sure if that's the actual that's actually why it's called that. But uh, but yeah, um, the Jets sweep. That's something that you know with the new animation technology that we've actually um, implemented into Madden um, 20, Madden NFL 20. It's actually opened the door up for us to be able to create cool and interesting plays like that. Uh, you know, when you got multiple um, players involved in the um, animation, we essentially assign players their roles in that animation, and it uh, works out beautifully um, in terms of, you know, how it's executed in-game. Uh, obviously, uh, everyone who's watched the Super Bowl last year, it seems, now I know Pats fans may think we're picking them because we're putting in plays that are synonymous with teams that they played in the Super Bowl. It's really special. Well, the Los Angeles Rams, uh, you know, Coach Sean McVay and what he likes to do in his offense, if you watch them, you know, there's a lot of motion, a lot of faking, you know, a lot of, you know, misdirection type plays that really gives the defense a lot of things to think about. And this was one of the most highly requested um, plays that we had, um, you know, coming into this year, this cycle. And so we have, so this is why this new technology that we've uh, invested in this year is paying dividends because now we're able to deliver these types of plays. It's something that our fans have been asking for. And one of the other things people always ask about, and I was joking about it yesterday from back in the old days when, you know, like uh, left, right, left, right, up, down, up, down, uh, cheat codes. Are there still cheat codes that the, the engineers and developers work into the game that people have to try to figure out, or is that gone? Uh, that's pretty much gone, but if somebody can figure something out, they can let me know. Uh, get, me, get, to, get at me on Twitter because, you know, some of the younger guys here at the studio, you know, the, the millennial crowd, I guess that's the term. I can definitely use the open trying uh, to make stem. But um, in terms of uh, any uh, cheat codes of that nature, uh, not that I'm aware of. One of the uh, one of our king king of smuts ninety five on Twitter is saying that he had a high school friend that worked at EA who was responsible for the kiss code in MLB ninety nine. The kiss code. I don't know what it was, but yeah. it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, 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 I'm not sure about that one. Nineteen ninety nine. Uh, wow, that's something we have to go and see if we can dig through the archives <laughs> to uh, verify now, that. that kiss with makeup or without makeup? I don't know which era that was. I can't keep that. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Did the players kiss each other? No, no, no. I, it's, I, don't I don't know what the kiss is. Not the kiss cam where they have yeah. a lot of the arenas, which is uh, embarrassing for a lot of people. But not for me. I'll kiss yeah. anybody if they put a camera on me. And they're, then, you know, it's a, it's, <laughs> they say, okay. I don't just force myself on people when I'm in an arena, even if they know who I am from Madden 05, 06, 07. Anthony White, it was great to have you on, my friend, and uh, you guys do an amazing job, and looking forward to Madden 20, and uh, I got my Antonio Brown one I'm going to sell now. Can we change the cover and put Antonio Brown in a, in a different uniform now in a Jets uniform <laughs> or a Raiders uniform? Yeah, I'm sure yeah, I'm sure there's probably some people out there who updated their covers to make it more silver and blackish, if you will, and show reflecting being with the race. But yeah, it was great being on with you guys. I really enjoyed it. It's a nice little uh, break from the uh, the grind that we have this time of the year. But you know, it's uh, all for a good purpose. We're trying to get the game polished and ready to go for August second when the game's released. The great developer of the Madden franchise. He works at EA. He's making it better for you, for me and making America great for all video games, I guess. I don't think Absolutely. they have that as their slogan. And fans but. are <laughs> screaming at us right now through Twitter, through Periscope, through Twitch, saying, oh, man, oh, man, Anthony said that there might be a chance that you could bring the Tony Bruno show back, and they have, like, all these gifts going. <laughs> People are going crazy. <laughs> 
And no, there's no subliminal messages no. to make you order pizza or do any other kind of crazy things if you play the plays backwards. You don't have that option yet. Can you run the plays? Have the plays? No, nothing will love me right now. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Anthony White, thank you so much, sir. Great to talk to you again. All right. Thank you, guys. Yeah, have a great rest of your day. You too. There he is. Great is that guy. How smart is that man? Well, I, I can't even. I couldn't even load the game when I got my copy. This guy's making the game. It's incredible. Well, the thing is, is that he's not just like a, a nerdy player. He's a he. He's a a computer geek. Like the, yeah, he's a developer. Codes and all of this stuff. You have to be course, really he, smart. And we, I didn't even have to say to him, "Will you learn to code?" He knew how to code before learning to code was cool. These guys are geniuses. These guys and gals, no. the people who do this stuff. Because you know, when I did my part for the game, I'm just sitting in a studio in a little box reading and ad-libbing stuff for two hours a day. My part was easy, even though it was a little tedious because it's the same repetition stuff. But they, when they put it together and you listen to it, you're like, oh, my God, how the hell do they do that? It's brilliant. How the hell do they do that? And that's the part that's mind-altering to me. When you see the technology and how things are able to be put together in a machine... Awesome. Trevor from the 203. The people that code are also the real MVPs, next to bisexuals, of course. Well, of course. I mean, it's women, men, <laughs> whatever you are. yeah. So there you have it, our little Madden segment there. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll have more of that stuff. Because Madden's huge. It's the biggest game, sports franchise Correct. in gaming history. Now, obviously, there's other genres oh, I have games. to, let me, let me show the other, which we didn't really talk about. The other about. graphics, the jet the sweep. Other, we and the pass, the, uh, the pass options. Yeah, we showed the. This is the pass option. So these are the peaks at um, what will be available in Madden 20 mm -hmm. for all of you Madden geeks See, out we're gonna there. Get a, we're going to get a seal here and a seal there, and then we're going to run the ball right down the gut, right in the alley. And we're going to ram it right up their asses. And then we're going to blitz Brady on every damn down because we know he's not mobile anymore. And if you put the pressure up the middle... This R and there's a lot of RPOs in there, which has become big now. The read pass option, you know, it's already. Well, there's see, a lot this is, they're not calling it read; they're calling it run pass option. Yeah, run pass option. There's a read pass. There's a peak. There's a read, and then you get a seal here, and then you're gonna run the ball right off the gut. Let me get some football music on here. No, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go out and hit somebody. Crank that bitch up, Robin. You got the Stretch Alert X Looky. I think I had some of that the other night. <laughs> we did it off of the Looky. The Looky. The Stretch Alert X Looky. I'm ready to go out and draw it down in the, in the sidewalk outside. We'll get some chalk and we'll draw the plays. Maybe we'll do that Monday on a Memorial Day special. We'll get some football. We'll get some hitting. We'll do some Oklahoma drills right in the street. Oklahoma you see they're banning this, uh, some of those drills now for young kids. They shouldn't be doing that stupid Oklahoma drill, the one where they get the bat and go around and then they get dizzy and they try to tackle somebody. That's just insane, man. Now, Tony, just, just a taste for just a second before we transition over to saying goodbye to all of our people on uh, Periscope. I mean, they, we, they got a longer... They got a longer taste today because I didn't uh, want to cut them off right before that interview. Once you get one taste of the show, you just can't get enough. Right. So anybody that is watching on Periscope, YouTube, or Facebook right now, seriously, how many times do I have to tell you? La download or log on to twitch.tv 
Uh, create, if you've never been on Twitch before, create a simple little handle. It's free to do this, mm -hmm. and it's free to follow Bruno Nation Live. And then you will be able to watch the entire and listen to the entire three-hour show. So we will be saying goodbye to you for ju in just a second. But before we do that, let me give you a taste. Bring just you down memory lane. Bring you down memory you still lane. Abruptly right. turn off. California. It's the EA Radio Show with Tony Bruno. Oh no. Hello, sports fans. I'm Tony Bruno, your charming host. We've got all kinds of things to discuss on today's special training camp edition. Don't you even think about moving from the spot you're in right now, because we have news and fun coming up. Stay tuned. We should just play the Madden game on the air for the whole weekend. There you go. Just play the... Uh, so that was your taste for just a second. All right, there you go. And now, Tony Bruno, what time is it? Is it time to say goodbye? Yeah, except I don't have the music queued, so we're just going to have to do it without music. We can't do it without music. What's the okay. matter with you? Goodness gracious, you're really going to make me do this? Yes. You're the one who's in charge of the uh, horizontal and vertical here. I'm just a pretty voice. Um, what is it? Don't I have it on here? Robin, really? Oh, it's just so annoying. I hate to I do this to you already. It. Now, please bring my volume back up on my machine. Oh, Thank sorry. you very much. So I can give you one of these. Hold on. Jesus. I thought I had it on here, but I didn't. What don't you understand, Robin? <sighs> Jeez. Too many things. Uh, where is it? Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. People are now sharing that with all their Madden friends. So if everybody wants to uh, hear that interview, you'll, we'll re-air it. You'll be able to download it later and listen to it on the stream. You can listen to it live right now. Well, now you can't listen to it live. You'd have to go back and listen to it again. Even I am technologically advanced enough to understand how that works, Robin. All right. Thank you. There we go, Tony Bruno. So this is our goodbye, our swan song for those who have not yet made the switch to Twitch, who have not yet figured out how easy it is, how fabulous it is, how much they can interact with us, and how much they miss out on if they don't miss make the switch to Twitch. How sad it is for us to have to say goodbye to them because they are insisting on not learning. We, we need to be able to teach old dog new tricks. And that's how you do it. If you make the switch to Twitch, you're going you're gonna to stay evolve Alzheimer's because you're learning something new. They've proven this scientifically that everything, every time you do something new, you're, you're building new brain cells, which means that you, you won't get dementia as early. I don't think you build new brain cells. Yes, I think you do. No, I think you just, the, the, the rapid decline of brain cells is slowed immensely. You can't build new brain cells. You can make new cells. Only if you have robotics can cells you build Cells new... regenerate, Tony. Not mine. No, <laughs> they're done. <laughs> they said, we're done, we're done. Well. Meanwhile. Did I put this on? Uh, did I put this so in the Tony, right So, Tony, do it. Do it. You got to do oh, it. Oh, I got to do my. the whole uh, thing. I got to do my. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, Facebook and then, Live. Last but not least, see you on the Twitch side. See you on the Twitch side, y'all. That's right. That's right. All right. I know that's right. Now that we're done with that. 
Well, I was like, you, now you're like I'm making it like you're, it's fake, Robin. No. It wasn't fake. It wasn't you're fake. You're like, oh, good, they're gone now. <laughs> no. Now we can talk about them again. Well, we will talk about them because <laughs> those people who are still on there who haven't done it are not the smart people who have, and they are now listening. Robin, can you turn my machine on here so I can play some oh, good stuff for yes. the people right now? There we go. This is one of the plays in Madden 20. It was? The, the, the looky. The looky. Oh, oh, oh. Like the look. Like the look. You don't like this? Do you remember this great song, Robin? I do not. You're not a limp biscuit kind of chick? I do not remember this song at all. Nookie! The nookie! And stick it up, your Stick it up! Stick it up, your Stick it up, That's a good question. Flyer Superfan is asking if the Madden, the new Maddens have the concussion protocol blue tent on the sideline. That that's a good question. You're yeah. right. Uh, we'll do more interviews uh, as yes. we get up to the uh, start of the new season. If it's going to be realistic, absolutely. They should have it, right? <laughs> Yeah, we need a damn it, Robin, the drown sob. I don't. I can do it live. Yeah, I don't, why, I don't even do need we, one. Do I don't even one? need to put one in the machine to artificially generate <laughs> damn it, Robin. All you have to do is open up your mouth, and that's practically the first thing that comes out. No, see, this is not my kind of music at all. This is like that headbanger music. No, it's not. It's Limp Biscuit. Yeah, mosh pit head. This is that mosh pit type. No, music. it's not. Yes, it is. This is totally mosh pit music. Shit, it's not. Please, would somebody confirm whether this is mo mosh pit music or not? This is totally mosh pit. There's no mosh pits. They're out in the street. Limp, <laughs> Trevor's saying Limp Biscuit ain't headbanger music. No, it's not. I'm telling you, it sounds like, you know, where they're like mosh pit. Robin, no. you need to get out a little bit. Apparently, Bubba182 says I'm wrong as well. Damn right you are. Damn it, Robin. I got to give you one of these again now. Wow. Okay. I've had two of them today so far. Or is that my third? Tony, are you two? Can I get a request for Roland? Roland Link Lincoln Park? What? Somebody, Nasta, saying, Marco Mancini's greatest hit, please. We will play that again today because it's a great summer song as we get underway on the Memorial Day weekend. And now Tony has it loaded, so he can play it whenever he no, wants. No, I didn't load I didn't have a chance <gasps> to load that yet. Tony. I'm out of the time, Robin. I worked three hours on this show today. I worked three hours for a three-hour show, three hours before. And then we'll have the extended post-game show, which will go on till like, 9 o'clock tonight as you make your way to your vacation destination. From sea to shining sea. So, Tony RU2 is asking for Roland by Limp Biscuit. What is this, the, the Limp Biscuit? Uh... And King of Smut 95 is saying, no, this isn't Mosh Pit. No, He'd probably Robin. say it's grudgy. Yeah, it's more grungy. Grungy? Yeah. Grunge. Limp Biscuit, what's the matter with you? Let me play a little Roland right now. Parental what is, discretion. What advised. is this? Limp Biscuit Power Hour? Yes, it is. <laughs> Keep on rolling. Yeah. Keep on rolling. 
Fully 77 Mustang. Wasn't Tony's Limp Biscuit examined by Dr. <laughs> Hank Azaria? <laughs> it's the Limp Biscuit Power Hour, baby! <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, this is so not. You know who, you know where this song was from, right? No. Well, Limp Biscuit, The Undertaker. WWE superstar ah. The Undertaker used to rock this. Trevor is saying Roland is the is a great song when driving 90 miles an hour yeah. plus on the Jersey Turnpike or the Atlantic City Expressway. Yeah. No. No, I can't so listen just, to this all the time. See, you know, I'm a chill guy. Which I, I, by the way, that's Tony, not me. I do occasionally like chill, but he likes chill all the time. See, now this kind of music to me sounds like angry music. I was talking about it before. No, you want to hear angry. Listen to Henry Rollins. You want to hear angry. This music. is like angry music, and I and when you listen to it, you start to get all worked up. See, it's not me. Just, yeah, this is not. This is not happy. This does not make you happy. This makes you angry. Craig Shaft is now following us. Who? Craig, Craig Shaft? Are you trying to tell us something? Is he giving your, us the shaft? Your, does, he like the, uh, does he like the Limp, limp Biscuit Power Hour? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to set to that setting. Oh, I didn't ask you, Alexa. Did you ask Alexa for something? No. What did you say that made it sound like her name? I don't know. I know I didn't say it. Even if you say anything that sounds remotely like her name, she starts to listen. She's like, what? What? Did somebody say my name? What? What? That's why we call her Betty when we don't want to hear, have her hear I didn't anything. even mention her name. I know. Well, you said something that sounded a little bit like... No. It wasn't like... You said something Limp biscuit, and maybe she said, thought you said Alexa. There's another one of your favorite side groups, Robert. The I Offspring. I have an opinion on that. I didn't ask you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm not sure about that. for white guy. I remember they were filming a video, The Offspring, when I first moved to California on the Venice Pier. Yeah. Yeah, one of their one of their videos was filmed. On the See, now this this is kind of this is funny. So it it's this one is kind of happy sounding. Twitch two two four seven one is asking, will your show take calls in the future? Yes, we will. I'll hang up and listen. In the future, yes. This show will be all robotics. No, there will be no. the audio animatronic Tony Bruno who will be able to stay on the air 24-7 and you will not know the difference. We'll um, have sex dolls live in the studio. We are hoping that somebody will... That the, well, we're working on sponsors for the show. We need to grow the show so that the, so that we're even more uh, enticing. Because, you know, like... Even though Tony Bruno is a big name, until we have sponsor, or until we have a lot of more followers, sponsorships are kind of Twitch is a new format for yeah. a lot of advertisers, so they don't quite understand how it works, and they don't realize that even though we have smaller numbers, this actually means more. Actually, we should. I should call Don Collins. If if Don, if you're listening, let me know if it's okay to call you. Is he still in Canada or is he back? He is. His, his daughter, his daughter just graduated. graduated. Congrats! Yes. I sent some congrats on his Facebook yeah. page. He was up there and on and uh, Toronto. Eh? Was it Toronto? Uh, I know he's in yeah. Canada somewhere. It's a big but country. He was just telling me a story, so I'm not going to do this justice. But I would love for him to come on the show and talk to uh, Humble and Fred, who we ghost host and they host us every mm -hmm. now and then. Um, they um, 
are on terrestrial radio or had been on terrestrial radio as well. And their show currently on Twitch was part of a uh, survey in the Toronto area. Survey says. It was like the PPM type stuff. Right. And they showed that with the small number of listeners that they have on their Twitch channel, it represented more people in the Toronto area than the numbers that terrestrial radio stations were doing. Exactly. Because, because of they're the, loyal. The time loyalty. spent listening. Exactly. And their loyalty. So it's just it's it's just like how... We're going to give out loyalty rewards like they do with the airlines, but then, for example, I just used my American Airlines rewards, right, to get an airplane ticket. And I used 12,500 miles each way, which is the lowest you can get. You know how much they charge you for that free ticket of all these miles that you earn now? $85 for a free ticket. It's really How the hell is it a free? Ridiculous. I got paying. They used to charge you $11 tax when you would uh, deduct miles for flights. Because I'm trying to save money, you know? Right. And so I used 25,000 miles, which is fine. But then, you know, if you fly on different days, you got to use 50,000 each way, and then your miles go away really, really fast. Okay, I'm going to call Don right now because Don's I want to... Don's on the board here listening. I know, but I want to He's call actually him. mad at you. He says the same thing that I did. He said, turn up the music. It's a bit low. Yell at Robin, Don. That's Robin. When I was playing Pretty Fly for a white guy, she's the one who has control of the horizontal and the vertical. And it's an outrage when she decides upon, on her own, without any kind of democracy, <laughs> she decides that she's going to turn out. There's no democracy turn down, here. Turn down the sound because she doesn't like the song. I am the queen. It's not about what you like and don't like. It's the queen. Hello? Don, Don, are you in Toronto or are you in California? I'm in Toronto right now. Beautiful. Are they rioting in the streets now because of the Raptors one win away from cutting down whatever they cut down in Toronto when they go to the NBA Finals? Oh, I'm sure Drake is putting up another stage somewhere to show uh, his dancing moves. <laughs> no, seriously, how excited are they in Toronto about the Raptors? Uh, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, uh, Toronto is famous for being the city that never holds a sports championship parade. So uh, being this close is it, it, it's pretty exciting, no doubt. Wait, they didn't, um, didn't have a parade tonight? I live in San Francisco. I know you live so, in San Francisco. Uh, I know the, so I, I know that whoever is going to win out of that series is going to be, well, second place. Exactly. I mean, the Warriors are going to win it up, right? You would so. think. You and obviously they're going to be favorites. If they, by the way, they have to win one more game. And if they, and I agree with Charles Barkley, if the Raptors don't win Game Six tomorrow night in Toronto, they ain't winning Game Seven back in Milwaukee. Would you agree? I agree totally, and I, I, I do believe that it's um, you know, each of those teams can play themselves out of uh, playing the Warriors and. I, I really, I, I, I've seen games that I don't think either team deserves to win. It's been pathetic. I mean, last night was pretty crazy. Van Fleet was phenomenal. Yep. Um, and he was on Fleet. Yeah, it's, it's fun to watch. Yeah. Can we say that uh, that Fred Van Fleet was on Fleek? Is that still popular? You know, when they <laughs> Try say, to say that ten times fast. Fred Holy. Van Fleet was on Fleek, baby! It was awesome! And you know, he did it the other night, Don, because he had a baby. His wife had a baby, so he was shooting horribly early in the season, throughout this postseason, and then after that loss, he went back home to Rockford, Illinois, where he lives, and his wife had a baby on Monday. Then they played Tuesday, and all of a sudden, he was a different man. He came out, and he was on fire, and then again last night, that's the difference in this series so far. 
Fred Van Fleet has stepped up his game, and he has been absolutely phenomenal. He was had the new dad high. Yes, he did. And guess what his son's name is? Fred Van Fleet Jr. <laughs> That's his second child, though. So he, yeah, but no, you got to. What's wrong? You still have a problem? Wait a minute. Didn't the Argonauts have a parade when they won? Look, the Argonauts having a parade in Toronto, they didn't even close the lights off for that thing. Traffic still continued ah. between the floats. So. <laughs> wait a minute. What? Wait, 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 wait a minute. When Joe Carter hit the home run in 93 against the Phillies and won the World Series for the Blue Jays, they didn't have a parade? I'm sure there was one, though, but that's a generation ago. My daughter was born in 1993, and she just graduated as a doctor from the uh, naturopathic college. So, I mean, she, she's 20, 25 years old, so it's been a long time. Well, you, where were you in 1967 when the Leafs won their last Stanley Cup, Don? I was two years old living in Saskatchewan, Canada. <laughs> and that's before there were even people in Saskatchewan. Yes. I mean, Saskatchewan was just a prairie. That's before, in, before they even had the, the Calgary Stampede in Calgary, Alberta. I know my I know my problems. Now, Don, the reason why we were calling you is we have been hosting back and forth the fabulous Humble and Fred's uh, Twitch channel, um, and for those of you who love our show, please follow. And subscribe to Humble and Fred as well. They are totally on par. Actually, I'm stealing one of their stories that they had on earlier today because it's so fantastic. I Is it a Canadian story? No, no, no. It's it's. We'll go to World News tonight okay. for that story. I, I, I know I, if you saw the story, I, I gave a Toronto update on, on home prices up there. It's expensive to live in Toronto. I thought San Francisco and all New York and all these other big cities. Toronto real estate is expensive. Yeah. What the hell's going on up there? Yeah, you know what? It's uh, it's really expensive. It's been uh, a while since we've been back up in the uh, in the Toronto area, and uh, you know, even we're going to go. Shop. My wife went out shopping for some beer. We're going to have some beer tonight. It's our last night here. And uh, what kind of What are you going to get, Molson or Labatt's? What are you getting? Uh, what kind of beer am I getting? Labatt's or Molson? Uh, well, actually, she just sent me the picture of the Coors Light. 12 Coors Light is $28.67. Are you kidding me? Coors Light for 30 bucks for a 12-pack? What the hell is Labatt's going for? I'm telling you. Coors Light is like water. I, I can't afford to drink. Is Labatt's and, 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 uh, and, and what's the other one I mentioned? The other two, Molson? Are they uh, more expensive? Molson. Molson and, uh, and Labatt's are the two big Canadian beers. Yeah, and uh, I don't even go near the Labatt anymore. The Molson stuff, well, whatever. But uh, yeah, Molson Coors is 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 it. But I, even though I said I can't afford to drink, but the prices are driving me to drink. <laughs> so wait a minute. Let me hear this again. A twelve pack of Coors Light is in Canada. And it's not far from the Rockies, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it's like north of there. Now, is it because of actually the- no? It's south of there. I think Toronto's lower than. Uh, the geograph, if you look at the uh, the globe, Toronto is actually lower than many right, states in right, the United right. States now, of America. Is it, is it because of the import taxes? I don't know what it is. Does it cost so much? Like, do, do Canadian beers... Is this part beers, of the trade war? Yeah, do Canadian <laughs> beers cost less, or is this just alcohol, period? It is uh, alcohol, period, because of um, 
uh, it's government regulated in Canada. It's 3.2, wow. right? So Isn't that the joke up there? Tax. Yeah, 3.2 is the beer oh, up there, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a little higher alcohol uh, content, but the, um, you know, you don't get the, the corner store selling beer and things like that. It's, it's either at an LCBO um, liquor store or it's at a, a, a beer store, which you can go into, but it's, all, it's a very regulated price and um, never really, really sales. I thought, man, this is crazy for the price of beer. I need to get back home to California. Dude. That is really I would have smuggled nice. it across yeah. the border and risked uh, deportation back to the United <laughs> States. Hey, you think things are expensive in San Francisco? <laughs> but anyway, wow. back, to, back to the well, humble... Wait a minute, wait. Before we go, EK, EKT8750 says Coors owns Molson. Is that true? It does, yeah. I did not know that. So back to Humble and Fred. Humble and yeah. Fred, they host us. We host them. Fabulous show. Follow them if you um, if you want more options to watch on Twitch.tv. But you were telling me a story earlier today that they um, they just started on Twitch as well, kind of right around the same time that we did, and they're growing probably at the same level. Mm-hmm. And they were huge in the Toronto area, and they're no longer. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're no longer on terrestrial radio. But they did some kind of a study where they were, it was kind of like the PPM, the ratings, and they found out the following. And you go on from there. <laughs> yes, uh, just to correct you, they are on a terrestrial radio station. Okay. It's called Funny 820 in Hamilton. So hey, Robin, wait a minute, wait, wait, Don, i got to give Robin another one of these already. That's why she can't be a journalist. She doesn't get the, the five W's, who, what, when, where, and why. Damn it, Robin. <laughs> it's close. So, I, I mean, in, in the radio business, we've always gone by PPM and Nielsen uh, ratings. And uh, the fictitious, uh, I guess, the BS that they make up in which station is number one, number two, blah, blah, blah. Well, the number one station in Toronto is a station called CHFI. And uh, they garner a great audience. They do the Christmas music. It's kind of an adult contemporary and AC station. But it comes out in the PPM that they are number one with males 18 to 34. And Humble and Fred were going on about this because it is true how, how this is all, in terms of grabbing an advertiser or making say that X station is getting a 10 share, which means it has 400,000 listeners. But it's absolutely not. When you look at there's 4.7 million people in the greater Toronto area, the GTA, mm-hmm. and there's 1,400 meters that measure that 4.7 million people. So each, uh, each meter is worth, let me do some quick math here, 3,357 people. Mm-hmm. Like, this is absolutely ludicrous. Of course when it is. Look of course it is. The it's Twitch re- shows... Well, the Twitch shows, I mean, Humble and Fred are doing magnificent. They are, uh, and people get to watch them and, uh, and participate, same as you. And you look at the bottom of your screen and you've got 55, 60 people following you, the little red number. They're doing the same thing. Well, take each one of those, because that's a guaranteed person that is watching and listening to you now, right. and time that by 3,500. I need a calculator. Because that's what that person is like. And, and do that now. And that's what you've got for you, uh, your viewers 
and what they represent in the real world for advertisers. Because the PPM world, as advertisers, oh, let's go to the number one station. They've got three point, you know, 350,000 people listening to their money show. They really don't. They really don't. And what I'm really liking with Twitch now is that how it is a true listener. It's you know exactly when somebody comes onto the channel and when somebody leaves the channel. And, you know, I, I, I attribute to, I mean, what, a, what a show today. I mean, everybody's sharing what's going on with Madden 20. It's fantastic. I love the participation, the questions, and, and so-and-so saying, if you, are you going to take calls in the future? You don't need to take calls. Everybody just puts their questions in there, and it's great to go through it. So, you know what, as we look to the future and where this is going, uh, it's pretty exciting. It really is exciting, and I encourage everybody that's listening now or listening in the rerun uh, to share and get everybody involved with us because it's sure a lot of fun. And as Robin did the math, she got the calculator out on her new fancy smancy phone. If we if we went by fifty people uh, watching at any one time, that would be one hundred seventy five thousand. Each person in is radio one hundred seventy five thousand people. No, not each person. It's and I will guarantee you, and I'll guarantee you. Not one radio station has the amount of time spent on the show. So you're doing a three-hour show. I think on twitchtracker.com, I can look at your show, and it's about 2.3 to 2.4 hours tuned by every one of those people. Which is unheard of. Yeah. On regular radio. Yeah, no, Absolutely I, unheard of. I know radio Absolutely stations are so of. excited if you get somebody listening past 15 minutes. You're like, oh, my God, they listen for two quarters. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. the crazy part. And the beauty part is subscribe for free through Twitch Prime, and you don't get the commercials that uh, Amazon puts in front or just randomly throws in, so you don't miss out on something like a perhaps a secret code by EA Sports. Yeah, uh, you know. So that's the fun part, and and of course you guys get a portion of that, which is so exciting too. But uh, you know, before we go into the long weekend. Uh, I, I timed it right. I was in Canada here for the long weekend, which was this past Monday. I get to go home tomorrow to another long weekend on Monday. Oh, that was oh, sweet. That is well, a good job out of you. Now, do you have dual citizenship? <laughs> uh, not yet. Applying <laughs> for the green card come next week, though. No, wait a minute. So well, you, you mean we may have to? De- if things don't go better here, Don, I'm going to have to deport you back to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. No way. I can't afford the beer. <laughs> You know what? That's why everybody's homebrewing now. One of our listeners said, hey, homebrewing, bro. Homebrewing. Yeah. No. Now, unfortunately, we have absolutely no room here to homebrew, although this would be a good homebrewing environment because it's yeah. cool down here in the basement. That's right. Well, that's why we store our wine down here. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm sure one of uh, those that are viewing right now knows somebody that is a craft brewer that can sponsor a segment on the show and bring us the latest on craft brewing on 20 Bruno show. I agree. This show does everything. I mean, we're not okay. just stuck. That's the greatest part of this format. We can do it. We're like well, Jack know, FM. You know who we, we should play whatever in. we want. We should bring uh, Glenn back now <laughs> over uh, to the wine cellar sometime because he's big into the the brewing, the beer exactly. brewing and stuff. I'm in the I'm home I'm home growing. I've got my uh, my marijuana <laughs> plants growing in, in the back. Although, if anybody could grow marijuana, it would be you, because you have an incredible green thumb. I actually used to grow marijuana. This I'm not making this up. In 1977, on my sprawling estate in Birmingham, Alabama, in the suburbs Adamsville, Alabama, a couple of my friends in the news business, when I was a newsman there, 
gave me some seeds. Will you and they mention said, names? You got the property. Will you say? We know me. you got the property. You got chickens. You're rural because I wanted to be rural when I went to Alabama. You, I want to live in a city. Did you have a pair of overalls? I had the whole bit. I had the straw hat. Pitchfork. I had the uh, I had the overalls, but I didn't wear anything under it. I just oh. had the basic overalls. So you were a hillbilly. Yeah. And you I still ha- had teeth back then. I bought a twenty-two rifle at, at uh, Kmart to shoot the varmints that were killing my chickens. Mm-hmm. And then my friend gave me some seeds. And just like magic, just like Jack and the Beanstalk, I threw these seeds in my backyard after I cultivated properly. And I was growing righteous weed in Birmingham, Alabama in 1977. Little did I know, I could have been the king of cannabis. If I had just stuck with it. You know, it. if you started growing again, maybe Chris Long would come over. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll smoke some homegrown yeah. weed right here on the podcast. How great is that? Then Joe Rogan would come over and he would smoke. Oh, crap. <laughs> do some Bruno Sticky, Sticky Bruno, whatever you want to call it. Well, Don, thank well, you so much. Well, congrats on your daughter on her graduation yes. from college. That's awesome. And thanks for all the help with, the, with Twitch. And all you know, the work you somebody do, that uh, I've experienced this, there is nothing, there is absolutely nothing better for a parent than to see your child succeed at something and to reach these milestones. And it's just fantastic to be able to watch them grow up and become wonderful human beings. And uh, Don, I just, I can only, I imagine what you guys are feeling right now, you and your wife. Yeah, we're pretty exciting, and uh, we're pretty uh, we're thrilled that she's um, going to start her practice, and um, we'll have a doctor in the family and three nurses. So uh, I think I'm well taken care of. So you don't need to worry about universal health care, welfare, or, or Medicaid for all, or Medicare for all. We're okay for now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks a lot, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great long weekend, you guys. There he is. There's no whole long weekend here. We're working Monday. We'll be on the damn air. Everybody else will be out there smake, stroke, sm- smoking weed, drinking beer, cheap beer, expensive beer, craft beer, home beer, birch beer. Now we're having... We're What's having the other beer that people use now to make those stupid drinks? Root beer? <laughs> no, I said root beer. Birch beer. Oh, the one for the Moscow Mule. Uh, ginger beer. Ginger beer. Yeah. I like Marianne beer better myself, actually. Now, uh, we have uh, several suggestions yes. on if you were to grow your own. <laughs> Bruno Bud... What's I, up with these mochis, man? I do like, <laughs> I like Green Giant Bruno. I like that too. Green Giant. I'm gonna start busting up the concrete in the backyard and make it all, like natural. Well, we're doing, and we have the aquaponics growing. Yeah, I can does, have. Does I marijuana call, grow well in aquaponics? Ab- absolutely, everything grows well. I, I actually have an aquaponics system on our wall in the backyard. We got to do a show in the backyard one day this summer. Well, we need to clean out the backyard. Yeah, we got right tools now. and stuff, but I'll get it all nice. I got all so, my vegetation growing. I got the lettuces. They're starting to wilt, though, because you can't plant, plant lettuce when it gets warm. It's, yeah. it's a cool weather. You started early in spring. I got the tomatoes. We starting, need to get the thing the going tomatoes. over. Yeah, we got to get a canopy out there. But I got to start growing wheat. Now that it's legal to grow it anywhere. Well, even and if I we... just saw a story today. It says that, that what's happening now, because the price of marijuana is going down with all of these legal marijuana dispensaries, uh-huh, uh-huh. now the organic weed, uh-huh. because organic weed will be more expensive. And so the people who are growing weed are not growing organic weed. I right. thought everything was organic if you're growing it. I mean, they're not using pesticides inside of a, of a greenhouse, are they? So I don't know what the difference is between organic weed or just regular weed. E- I'm going to have my own strain. You're right. It's going to be, you know, when you yeah. walk in. E.K. once says you need your own strain. I do need my own strain. Not the kind of strain people are thinking of right now. 
but you have it in a big jar because we got a lot of jars. Right. And now, we know the first marijuana dispensary we saw was right around the corner from our house in Venice, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was a men's clothing store. It used to be, and, and it was like this high-end men's clothing store. And then all of a sudden, it's closed. And the next thing you see is there's a glass countertop with a bunch of big. Uh, you know, like cookie jars. Well, the weird thing is, is that I think the owners of the men's clothing store finally said, fuck it. We're, go- <laughs> we're not making any money here with this. Nobody wants any of this Gucci shit. No. Bring in the weed, bro. Yep. And, and, they made and, then no they, money. and they would have armed guards at the yep. door. Yep. And we then there's another to. place right on the. Well, you know why they have to have the armed guards? Not just to protect the weed, but because. Right now, it's legal but not legal, and no bank will. Yeah, and they have cash only. Guarantee. It's like Mac and Manco's Pizza, the cash only business. Like if you if you own a business, <laughs> you can take your money down to the bank and deposit it. But if you own a marijuana business, a bank will not guarantee that money. They will not. I know that. It's right. not insured, and so they will. They have to have a place to put money. It's all cash. They they can't take it in credit cards or anything like that. And so it is a huge, huge cash business, and exactly. that's what they're protecting. Now you know what I'm going to have to play now because of this, Robin. You know what I'm going to have to play. One of my favorites. Of all time. Audible Originals makes you that, big titles. Not yeah, to get that commercial out of there. Um, but no, that, that's the bottom line. Another Bruno Buzz. Bruno, but Bruno Chill. Bruno Chill. Now, if you... How about Blazing Bruno? If you, Tony, if you... Because you've yeah. never really liked marijuana. I'm not, no, I don't smoke because, it. I'll just sell the shit. Because of what it does to you. Because you get tired, you get sleepy, you exactly. don't like the cotton mouth. If you were to able, if you were able to design a marijuana strain yes. for Tony Bruno, what would you want it to do, and what would you not want it to do? I want it to be good shit. <laughs> Duh. You know why? Because what happens sometimes when you make stuff? And sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. My weed will not be shit. My Bruno bud. This bud's for you, baby. No, I can't use that line. I'd probably no. get sued. Yeah, you would. But what hemp, would you... No, here, Swedish chef. Hemp suits, get your hemp suits here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a combination, like hemp weed store dispensary, uh-huh. and also I'll be, I'll be uh, like a consignment store. So if you want to bring in your shit from the 60s and 70s, your bell bottoms and all the accoutrements yeah, yeah. that we used to wear back when weed was first popular, and now weed is more popular than ever. I gotta, you got to diversify, Robin. I could see you wanting to sometimes chill, you know, like just get in the mood. So you'd, you would want something that would focus you and chill and sort of have the, the environment around you kind of disappear, but you would not want to get the munchies because you don't want to gain any more weight. You would not want to get sleepy. You just want to chill. I'm getting high just listening to this. Can, if anybody knows anything about marijuana, is there any way to do just that? No munchies, no paranoia, no sleepy, just chill. And you don't want to feel too high. You just want to take the edge off. Yo, DC Conrad, you could get the Miss Robin munchies. Like, yeah. You could get... We'll make some edibles. Is, is, there, is there a marijuana that makes you horny? Depends on who you oh, are. Because I'm not that I need it anymore, but I would like that. It, would that be awesome? 
Horny weed. Horny goat weed. That's already, that, a, you that's can already yeah, get that in most. Uh, but that doesn't make you horny. That's an antidepressant. I know, but it's called horny goat weed. We can name it anything we want. People will buy that shit because it sounds good. You gotta have a good name. Okay. It's like so good packaging. Is- you know, like people walk into a liquor store now and then there's all these wines with these crazy bottles. And you know why they do that? Because people will buy because of the bottle. They don't give a crap what's in it. They're selling you product. They're selling you merchandising, not the actual contents. Mine will be merchandising and contents as well. So this is what I want. I want I want a, uh, a strain that makes Tony chill, mm-hmm. horny, not hungry, um, and focused. <laughs> How's that? Any any special anybody specializing in weed that is will help us make a Tony Bruno strain of marijuana. I need a chemist. I am looking for a chemist out there. You got all these great universities in town. Yes, I'm asking. Collins 21 says yes. I am asking for the world. I think that this is a desire requested by many women for their for their uh, significant others. Although, actually, any significant other. It's, it's not male or female. Because I think there's a lot of men that would like women to chill, focus, and get horny. <laughs> that would be awesome. This is probably the greatest weed song ever. And there's a lot of them. This is without, is there any doubt about this? If you were going to do top five of weed songs, Robin, and we don't like to do lists on the show, although coming up... Yeah, see, Pat123 saying it's impossible without the munchies. I just don't like that feeling. (laughs) Not hungry, horny, and focused? No chance. (laughs) (laughs) Although, if I did some weed, and I did it once, against my own will, even though I don't like weed... You know what happened as soon as that happened, Robin, right? You passed out. No, no, but what happened before I passed out? Oh, well, there was... at the same time. Exactly right. Yes. It's a $25 ticket. Afro Man, because I got high. Well, that's another one. That's a great one, too. But this one has more of a flow. And you can hear the bubbling water of the bong. Yeah, I do like that. It's got the ambient greatness to it. Bring it on. This is pretty good. It's from the bomb. I could play that on a loop all day. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Hey, we have we have all sorts of... Um, Wait a minute. Oh, you know what? Yes. This kind of goes in the vein since we're talking about horny. No, you don't put marijuana in the vein, Robin. No, no, That's no, no, a no. different drug, and we but don't do in, that shit. But it's in the same... Uh, it's in the same... Idea. Here's a story that I that I didn't get to yesterday, but I love this story because we were kind of talking about it. And this is a PSA. You know, this is we said earlier in the show that this is all about telling people what not to do. Well, here's something that you should do this weekend. We were talking about how to um, because we had the, uh, the there's the sex drought right. going on, right? And people oftentimes assume that it's married couples. Um, yeah, this is then, but it's in not, 2018. Actually, there's proof now, according to survey. Survey says that people were were not having sex, and some people went the entire calendar year of yes. 2018 without having sex. Yes, and now most of those were single people because dating now is just a totally different ballgame. 
But if you are married and you are in that category where you're not having enough sex, there is now a scientifically proven and psychological uh, studies that have been made that if you get naked, just hang out naked with your significant other, you will have sex more often. If you just, I walk around naked all the time. So this is. Not and, afraid though, I'm not afraid. So do not, like a lot of people have hangups about their bodies and they worry about it. If you want to have sex, throw that out the window. You know who doesn't have hangups about their body? Who? People who actually go to nudist camps or, or nude beaches. Yeah, you no, there's the all people, shapes You're thinking stuff. you're going to go there and everybody's going to be like supermodels. And, you know, and, and what's-his-face running down the beach on uh, that stupid uh, show that people Bo keep... Derek? No, not Bo, men. Oh, oh. Uh, what? The German dude. Bruno? No, the guy who was on the beach show with all the guys, this, this lifeguards. Oh, uh, Hassel. Yeah, David Hassel. Yeah. Running down the beach with the stupid uh, life Bowie. <laughs> That was so out of left I'm field. To think of, I'm trying to think of people running down a beach naked. They're not naked. Well, they weren't naked. They have shorts. Anything, anytime you go to Europe, you know who doesn't have hangups about nudity? Europeans. They're, and they're They're so much more open about it, and nobody should be. There's a difference between nudity and what you do with your body. Like here in the States, everybody thinks immediately, as soon as somebody gets naked, that it has to do with sexuality, and it's not. The naked body is just the naked body. It's what you do with that naked body that leads to sexuality or can. So this is what you should do. If you want to have sex more often, this is a uh, study that was done uh, by, where was it? Um, she's a sex educator, founder of Juicebox Sex and Relationships. Um, I love juice boxes after sex. So she says that getting naked is good for you. Seriously, it's been reported that spending time in the buff keeps irritants off the skin and encourages a healthy blood flow. It can also help keep your body temperature down, which has been linked to healthier sleep patterns. Studies show that sleeping naked can even help boost metabolism and keep excess weight off. Meanwhile, wearing underwear has been known to cause swamp crotch. Which swamp we've, crotch? We've talked about that what as well. What about fire crotch? So stripping down to your bare bits and bits and bits and bits. Please donate more of those, by the way. Yes, exactly. Um, you can keep not only your own genitals happy and healthy, but if you're naked and your significant other is naked, it can lead to more sex. They, saw, they say that when you are naked, oftentimes it just, it just causes a little extra spark. So, get naked. That's our motto here on the Tony Bruno Show. Don't you have a Don't you have a um, T-shirt that says "Get Naked"? I got a lot of T-shirts. Or naked nuts or something. What is it? I don't know. I can't. I got to go through my T-shirt collection. And oh, another study found that spending more time naked can help increase your own body image, self-esteem, and life satisfaction. When you go around naked more often, you start to realize that the little imperfections are not that big of a deal. It's we may have to do a nude show. When you're when you're constantly no, we couldn't do that on Twitch because they don't allow well, it. No, that we would have it like we would we would be nude and then we would like blur ourselves out. Oh, that's and too put difficult. pasties on. I, I do not have the technology for that right now, Tony Bruno. I'm just worried about getting phone calls. And now you're gonna ask me to have blur technology? Jeezless. Jeez Louises. Since people have requested it, we have the top ten weed songs of all time. And counting them down with Casey Kasem this afternoon. Number 10. Are you ready for the top 10 weed songs, Rob? I'm not okay, going to play okay. them all. Number 10, 
Bone Thugs and Harmony with Everyday Thugs. Number nine, Lazy Bones, Everything Green. Number eight, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Weed Song, aptly named. Yeah. Number seven, Crazy Bone, Smoke With Me. Uh-huh. Number six, Game and Bone, Thugs and Harmony, Celebration. I think this person who made this list likes him some Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah, seriously. Hey, how, do you not, how do you have a top ten list? And you don't have one Cypress Hill song in there. Yeah, uh, that's, that's why, a bullshit list right there, that's bro. That's why you can't do lists. Tony. That's why I hate lists. And thank Speaking you. Speaking of lists, we'll have the gas station price list coming up. Yeah, for that, you. that's not just a list. That's, that's actual that's documentation. A, um, thank you, James L., for subscribing to Twitch Prime. He is smart enough to realize that if he has an Amazon Prime account, he links it to his Twitch account. And that allows him to become a Twitch Prime member, which gives him one free subscription to the Bruno Nation live show per month. You just need to renew it every single month. Bingo, boingo, boom, you're done. Um, Trevor says that he's going to go cut his lawn in the nude. It's a good job. Just make sure you're not hanging low, Bob. Yeah, don't hang low. <laughs> Does Miss Robin think she's back down under? Even though I did that Good Morning Australia uh, video where I was topless, I have never been down under. I've never been to Australia. I was supposed to go, We're gonna but I go. got sick. So We're going to go. One of these days, I definitely need to go. I want to go for the Melbourne Cup. and um, But no, I, I before I moved here to the States uh, at age 16, I didn't even own a bathing suit top. Thoroughbred 10-104, which is probably why we know how he got his name. He says, problem is... I start knock, knocking over furniture when I walk around naked, Robin. Not a good idea with me. Hey, 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 you know what they say. I would have Excuse thought... me while I whip this out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it would have thought that that was the follower named Shaft something. <laughs> Do we want to go, since we're going to beaches, shall we talk Let's about Let's go the to beach? beaches. As long as we don't play that horrific song from, what's her name, from the movie's Beaches. Because she's nuts now. What's her name? Uh, Bette Midler. Bette Midler, the divine Miss M. We have a Dennis Rodman update today, too. Do we? But let me give you my gas update first, Robin. Wait, oh, okay, hold Let's on. Let's do gas, if we're as they say gas. here. So gas. We're go gas. Because we got a chart to show you. These are the 10 cheapest states and the 10 most expensive states to fill up. This is extensive research from AAA, so this isn't some made-up. Right, right. Now, there's all kinds of abs gas buddy in your car if you're yes. driving around. You know, and, and you know, like if you're driving around and you're trying to save two cents, you're wasting gas. And you know what the best day of the week is to fill up your gas tank, Robin? What's that? Monday. Now, everybody waits till Friday. Like today is Friday, right? Every yeah, yeah. gas station everywhere in the country where people are going away for the weekend, the lines will be crazy. And you know what happens on Fridays? Especially holiday weekends now in summertime. Gas stations will jack up their price a couple Some, of pennies. Summertime, summertime. They'll crank up just a couple of pennies. And they know that they're going to sell out and there's going to be nonstop lines. So they're going to make more money and you're going to pay a couple of extra pennies. Does it really matter to most people? No. The good news is, because we're always talking about, well, gas prices have been going crazy. Boy, wait till Memorial Day weekend, they'll be over whatever. Well, actually, gas prices have come down in the last few days. The national average is $2.85 a gallon. That's down from 289 a couple of weeks ago. So gas prices have gone down about four cents a gallon. If you notice it, because it was over three bucks here in Philly a couple of weeks ago, now it's back down under three dollars. And last year at this weekend, you know what the average gas price was in America? 297. So it's gone from 297 last year Memorial Day weekend national average 
to 285. So it's about 11, 11, 12 cents less than it was a year ago when we thought it was going to be really, really crazy. But now, here it is, the top 10 cheapest states and the top 10 most expensive states. And if you're watching us on Twitch, you can see the graph. Number one, the cheapest state. Which one would you think it is, Robin? I would have thought Texas with all the old, old all down, down no, there. It is Alabama, where you can't have an abortion, but you can buy gas cheap. 245 down there in Birmingham, Alabama. So Alabama's number I it was one. Georgia that you could Alabama's number I'm giving you the list according to AAA, Robin, I as of Thursday. No, no, no. I thought the abortion thing was never mind. It was Alabama, Robin. All right, okay. Damn you. Louisiana, number two. 246. Mississippi's 246. So notice southern states. Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, all around 245, 246, and South Carolina's 248. Then Arkansas, 250. Tennessee, 254. Missouri, 254. Texas, 256. Virginia, 258. Those are the top 10 cheapest states. And I'm surprised about Virginia because it's not far from D.C. You know what I mean? It's right in the My son lives down there. Now, here's the 10 most expensive states to fill up as, as of yesterday, Thursday. So this is fresh out the pump. A shock to no one, Robin. The most expensive state to fill up your gas tank is... Robin, you're walking away. I'm asking you a question. What's the most expensive state to fill up your damn gas tank? Tank. Wait, well, how about using microphone then? Yeah, I think I know, though. Don't we live in it? No! No? Are you crazy? I thought... Are you crazy? I thought Pennsylvania was the highest. No, the oh. gas tax. Oh, the gas What's the highest tax. gas price per gallon? Oh, I, I, oh, I got to give you another one. This is like, I think, number five today, Robin. You're on a roll. No, no, no. I, I know the gas taxes are the highest in California. That's not what the question was. What's the cheapest state to fill up? How many times do I have to say it? <sighs> what don't you... F- Understand. Boy, I'm on a roll today. I just said that. Are you on a 10-second delay? Yes. California, obviously, is the most expensive state in the country to fill up That's your gas tank. That's what I just said. $4.03 average. That's average because there's some parts of California where, like it's in higher. San Francisco, it's like almost $5 a I think it, there's a couple places that are over 5 This is for regular gas now. This is in yeah. uh, super. Hawaii. Is number two. You would think Hawaii would be more expensive. I know expensive. because they have to bring it over ships over I there. I think Maisie Hirono brings it out every weekend, and that's why she always looks like she's messed up there's because no, she's actually. There's no gas line going all the way over to Hawaii. There won't be a train going over there anytime soon either, or planes. California 403, Hawaii number two, 365. And w- notice one thing that these places all have in common, Robin. Let's see. California's one at 403. Hawaii's number two, 365. Washington State. Number three, 355. Nevada, 348. Alaska, 347. Oregon, 343. Idaho, 320. Utah, hello, 319. Mm-hmm. Arizona, 315. What do those places all have in common, Robin? Um, that's the nine. That's the top nine. Yes. Let me just think. These, uh, their, their state names, the font should have been in the color blue. Now, it has nothing to do with their political affiliations. <laughs> I don't know. They're West Coast states other than Idaho. Every single other state is in the western part of the country. And Pennsylvania. But then, 
Why do you have to blow the punchline? Which one of these does not belong in the list of states with the highest Which gases? Which one of these does not belong? Pennsylvania is number 10 on the list of the 10 most expensive states to fill up and the only state east of frickin' Idaho that has the highest. There's not one eastern seaboard state that has higher gas prices than the state of frickin' Pennsylvania with the worst roads in the country with the worst crap ever, the highest taxes, the highest gasoline taxes. And then we want to thank Governor Tom Wolf. That is bullshit. No, they don't all have, uh, they do have vowels in their name. EKT8750 <laughs> says, they're all out west. He got it. Except one, Pennsylvania, or as we like to call it, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. And Kentucky is actually cheaper than Pennsylvania. So how does Pennsylvania make the top? Connecticut's not even on the top 10 list. And they rape you up there for gas taxes. New Jersey, because they, their prices are, even though they jacked the gas price taxes up in Jersey, it's still cheaper, and they, don't, and they still pump it for you. So that's what's an outrage. And you go, uh, obviously, out in California, Lake Arrowhead. You go into San Francisco in the city. You're not going to find gas under four fifty a gallon. Not yeah. even the cheapest. No. Not, not anything, not even close to that. And it's never going to be below $4 a gallon in California. Tony, it will never, ever, ever be below. We $4. need to add this to our to your board so that you can pull it out whenever we're doing a story. Which one? Excuse me while I whip this that one. Out. <laughs> no. How this about this one? Women at. Wait a minute. Hey, where are the white women at? Well, they're everywhere this weekend. Go to the beach, you'll find them. This one not like the others. One of these things doesn't belong. Can you tell which thing? That one right there. Yeah, that's exactly what this. Uh, the 10 states, one of them is not like the others. Pennsylvania at number 10 on Casey's Countdown. Next, we'll do a dead dog dedication going out to Tom Wolf up there in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and York and vicinity. Is that an outrage, Robin? Would you think that Pennsylvania would be one of the top 10 highest gas price states in the country? Well, I do because I know because we pay for it. It's an outrage. It is an outrage. Actually, let me rephrase that. I run the tank empty and then Tony pays for it. Exactly right. (laughs) It's ridiculous. That's how Thank God for Acme and their their deal where you spend money, you get gas rewards. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, that's what I do. I go to Acme and then I get... Discounts, so it's a ten cents a gallon, twenty cents. You get up to a dollar gallon, a dollar gallon off. I know it's a pretty good deal. Got to go buy about seventy-two cases of water, some milk, some half and half, and then I'll be able to fill up my gas tank for like two forty a gallon, which is pretty damn good, Robin. It so is. there you have it, your gas tank update. Houston, we do have a problem. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. By the way, you know who stole my meanwhile thing. I, yes, I heard. Colbert stole yes, that from me. Totally stole it. I've been doing meanwhile for fifty years, and he does it even in the same inflection, the same I way. I know. He's totally listening to the I'm show. I'm suing stole- that son of a bitch, Stephen Colbert, stealing my meanwhile bit. It's an outrage. Nobody does meanwhile more than I do. People are using my meanwhile drop. Meanwhile, Mean- right? Yeah. It's ridiculous, man. Meanwhile, he's a fraud hack, Colbert. A highly paid fraud hack, by the way. You know, speaking of stealing. Yes, not the Pittsburgh Steelers. I have, normally I would not condone breaking and entering, 
nor would I request somebody to break and enter. So where do you want us to break and enter then? <laughs> but if this particular burglar is out and about... And Not has, the hamburglar out. No, that it, and has made the trek from Marlboro, Massachusetts to Pennsylvania, I am requesting officially right now that they break into our house. Why? This is why. A man, uh, Nate Roman... Is this an update this of some kind? This is an update. Oh, well, why update. don't you tell me this, Robin? Well, you know, I thought you'd figure it out. Can I give you a bum bum de bump um, Nate Roman uh, came home the other day, and he said that he could tell that a stranger had been in his house. There was a few things... Had somebody that, been sleeping in his bed? Yes. Has somebody been eating his porridge? He noticed that there were things that were slightly out of place. It was not like he had left the house. Mm -hmm. Nothing was missing... Is but, it paranormal? No, oh. but he noticed that the beds were made, mm -hmm. the rugs were vacuumed, the toilets were scrubbed. They even, whoever broke in, crafted origami roses. Well, we know it wasn't Robin. Now we can eliminate yeah. her right away. On the toilet rolls, <laughs> they, I mean, they cleaned the entire house. They cleaned it from top to bottom. Was it and Mr. Left Clean? It left his house spotless. Now, he's complaining. He says it's still totally creepy. I'm just telling you right now, if this is you, come on let me. I will give you our address. I will tell you when we're leaving. You can do everything but the origami. We don't need any of that shit here. <laughs> I am just, this is the most awesome kind of break-in ever. I am requesting an anonymous creepy, I, I don't care if you're creepy or not. Just, you know, if you want to come in and you just don't do anything to the cats, leave them alone. You don't even have to touch the litter boxes. We take care of those oh, okay. if that's not your thing. But you can you can clean everything from top to bottom. I am totally okay with that. It would be better if it was like a woman dressed in a French maid outfit uh, with the black stockings, you know, in the whole... I don't uh, know. Yeah, now, the sit underneath. the police are wondering if that maybe it was a housekeeping service that somebody else had ordered and they oh, went to the wrong house. Oh, yeah, it has his to be that. His back door Nobody was breaks unlocked. into somebody's back door and cleans it out. Well, it depends on the neighborhood. I, I I guess. But I am, I am the cleaning bandit. I want them. I want them. I want them bad. Tony actually wants I'd them I'd marry that person if they came to this house. I'd marry them bitches right now. I don't even care if it's a man. I am requesting it. Anybody... <laughs> Bully 77 Mustang says, apparently Colbert's not stealing your I have a good show bit, Tony. He's right about that. Yeah. I can't even watch any of those nighttime no. shows. It's so, it's sad because I used to love those nighttime shows. I've been saying it for a long time and I don't care about their politics. It's like, I don't care what your politics are. Make me laugh. Yeah. There's nothing funny about celebrities moaning and groaning about how their lives are messed up because uh, they're billionaires and they're worried about uh, climate change. Give me a break. By the way, just again, I just want to reiterate, and if anybody wants to do a copycat bandit, clean bandit, yes, please, I encourage it by all means. And again, I encourage. It I to don't come think this is. A, I think this is a something went terribly. I think oh, this is like somebody delivering the wrong package to the wrong house. Right? Well, I would like somebody to deliver. How did they get in the house though? Did they break the his, door lock? He says that his back door was open. Oh, okay. Um, and so when he left, he said that the experience was weird and creepy. He did contact police. Um, and, and the police came in and they put the white gloves on and they went over to his, <laughs> they went over to his mantle and said, "The bitch missed a spot. <laughs> bitch missed a spot." Ah. <laughs> uh. I want it. Maybe it was Flo from Progressive. Oh, yeah. There's a new Flo commercial where she's the maid, the maid. and she says, I'm not the maid. I'm not the maid.
right. I love I love those commercials. Yeah, I don't care about the you insurance. Know what's so silly, it's all about the commercials. I love the commercials. There's a lot of commercials out there that are really, really funny and cool now. But the amount of money that they spend on them, it's like, come on. Look I at would Geico rather... along. I know. Geico has unbelievable commercials. Imagine how much cheaper car insurance would be if they didn't spend gazillions of dollars advertising their insurance. Exactly. It's nuts. I mean, is it just me or is it... Uh... Anyway, we got other stuff, too. We've got to do a... Uh... The best part of last night's NBA game, not just a Toronto one and Milwaukee lost at home. It happened during the game, Rob, and we got to play this. So last night, you all know what happened. Raptors win in Milwaukee, the first time a visitor has won in that series. Bucks took the first two games. All the experts, again, like you name them on TV, Paul Pierce, oh, this is over. Bucks are going to win this. This is going to be a sweep, maybe one. Same thing with the Sixers. Oh, this is over. After game one in that series with the Raptors. Then the Sixers win game two, and then every game that was played, this team's going to win that. But in this case, pretty much everybody said, Raptors, they're going to wipe out the Toronto. They're going to wipe out the Milwaukee Bucks. Or the Bucks were going to wipe out the Raptors after they won their first two at home. Then they go to Toronto, and then they win two in a row. And it's tied at 2-2. Everybody, seven-point favorites, Bucks, fear the deer. There ain't no way they're losing that game. And they did. They got stunned at home in Game 5 in Milwaukee. So Game 6, tomorrow night, Saturday night, back in Toronto, Drake will be in full effect. But that's really that all you need to know about last night's game. The best part of last night's game did not happen. It actually did happen on the floor. But it didn't involve the actual basketball playoffs. It involved a couple of players for the Green Bay Packers. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, while they were throwing around cheese curds, hoping to see their club, awaken and find a way to stop Fred Van Fleet in the fourth quarter. Aaron Rodgers was there, maybe for the last time this year in Milwaukee. They don't come back for game seven. That may have been Brett, that may, Brett Favre, that may have been Aaron Rodgers' last appearance courtside at the Pfizer Center Arena. Pfizer, whatever the hell they call it. So here is the video last night. The big offensive lineman, who should have been in Game of Thrones instead of Aaron Rodgers, David Bakhtiari. David Bakhtiari. 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 See, I even phonetically spelled it. Back, B-A-K-K-T-E-E-R-E-E. Bakhtiar. should have put the hard R in there. I like the hard R. Har, har, har. Har, har. David Bakhtiari is the big offensive lineman. For the Green Bay Packers. He's on one side of the floor, on the floor side seat. Right. Aaron Rodgers has been there the whole series. On the other side of the floor, Bakhtiari makes the first move. And then Aaron Rodgers tries to follow suit. Let's go to the tape last night in case you missed it. From the Green Bay Packers, David Bakhtiari. That's one. I mean, he just pounds. That's two. Pounds two right down. And then he pours points over to Aaron Rodgers on the other side. And Aaron's starting, and he's still, he's still, he's saying, hang on, hang on. He's still going. He's still, he's still, nope, didn't even make one. Didn't even finish one. Wait, and then Bakhtiari after Aaron Rodgers can't even finish one beer. He goes to three. I hate to do it to Aaron Rodgers. 
All right, just replaying again, Robin, yeah, even no. though I like that song. Hate to do it, Darren. Yeah. I gotta give him credit though. What he does, the look like he's really gonna do it, yeah. and he and starts he drinking like, the beer. Like, never mind, never mind. And then it's like, you. no way, man. I'm not a big dude. Like and then Bakhtiari pounded three brewskis. Yes. That's a real man right there. That's why offensive linemen are real men. And then Terrell Owens was there for no apparent reason whatsoever. Why the hell was Terrell Owens at the Bucks Raptors game last night? That's what I want to know. And I don't care who goes. It's just some things that don't belong here. Aaron Rodgers plays for the Green Bay Packers right next to Milwaukee. Uh, David Bakhtiari plays for the Green Bay Packers. That's uh, Milwaukee adjacent. Oh, my Rose. God. He's alive. Ladies and gentlemen, walking in the house right now. I heard you talk about meaningless NBA. So. Meaningless <laughs> NBA. When you talk about meaningless NBA action. And you know, as, as, uh, as <laughs> you know what Aaron Rodgers said after the game? Relax. R. I, you know what? I don't even know if anything's plugged in for you. R E. No, I don't even have a microphone plugged in for you. Hang on. X, brah. I got the mic. We didn't know you were coming. You didn't tell us. I was coming either. I got out of work and I ran here as fast as possible. I needed to get on the It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. I was getting wired up yesterday watching John Wick 2, getting ready for a Oh, wait a minute now. Andy Reid, though, was there last night, too. He said something. You know, Aaron Rodgers lost and he lost bad. Did you see the beer drinking thing? Yeah, he was pounded. Bakhtiari destroyed him. But Andy Reid was there to congratulate the big offensive lineman because he loves big offensive linemen like Danny Watkins, the former volunteer fireman they used a first-round draft pick on a few years ago. Okay, don't worry about it. Enjoy the win, man. He just enjoyed the win. That's what he did. (laughs) I actually, I need to get a longer uh, mic cord for that mic. Not Uh, right now. You know what they say. It's not the length of the mic cord that matters. It is the girth. You're right. It's the sound you get out. Me, me. <laughs> By okay, the way, Trevor right. says Aaron Rodgers was arrested immediately after the game, which has not been reported yet. For and what? The, the Appleton Gazette this morning is reporting that Aaron Rodgers was taken in to custody. Did those break? Yeah, those. Because it is now officially a state law, Robin, in Wisconsin. To not chug your beer. That if you cannot finish a beer, chugging a beer, you go to jail. You go right into the slammer, into the tank. Silver bag, silver bag somewhere. There's more. Back from the Bay. And I know it's not Tampa Bay. It's Green Bay. It's not the San Francisco Bay. It's Luigi was in the Bay. And yes, Aaron Rodgers, you are the weakest link. Get out. He stinks. He doesn't stink. He's, he has a piece of the action, too. I don't mean just Danica Patrick. He's got a piece of the team. You know? He's a minority owner. Is he really? Even though he's not a minority. He's a cracker, I think, <laughs> if you look closely. That's why I couldn't finish. Do you ever see brothers down beers? Brothers don't do that, do they? No, they take their time. They sip that brothers shit. Are sipping <laughs> the, uh, they're sipping the Cavassier. They're not down in three stinky beers. That's white man shit. No, you can't do double. Yes, well, who said? Luigi, you can't, do, you know? you can't, can't do, do double. double. Oh. Not double? No, you can't go double. You won't. No DP in this? Uh, are you with me? I'm sorry. That's just, that's just wrong. <clears throat> No, no, no. Your number, which number are you in? Three or four? (sighs) No, that was mine. That's mine. You just turned me down. Stop. Let Tony, Tony. Turn down for what? I can't hear anything. Turn me all the way down. Now you hurt. You turned me up to, you're screwing with it. Luigi, for God's sakes, you're gone for a couple days. No. We only have three headsets here. We are in one and two. You are in either three or four. For God's sakes, pay attention. No. 
Why does it sound so horrible all of a sudden? What did he do? He's screwing things up, Louis. Yes, he is. He's, he's wrecking the whole damn. No, like everything sounds distorted now. No. God, did you see that I slapped his hand just like a kid? That's uh, that's not good. I think I'll take these headphones off. Damn. It's so loud. <laughs> Welcome back. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Luigi. Turn down for what? I have to play this I for you now. You. What? Trevor from the hopper says, Jesus Christ, Luigi. I am not him, but I am the father. Come on. I can't hear you. There you go. Turn down for what? You can't hear me? I can hear me through the headphones. Turn down for what? Vincent Price Luigi. <laughs> Not David Price. KLP Joe says when Rogers couldn't finish his beer, officials took it from him and replaced it with a strawberry daiquiri. As they should. Yeah. But what do you expect? Aaron Rodgers is methodical. He's a quarterback. He drinks his he drinks his beer in a timely fashion. These Turn down for what? These linemen are all about just pounding it, Tony. They just pound it. Yeah. Goodness gracious. And Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford finishes his beer. It's the first thing he's ever finished without choking in his entire life. All right. Oh, Thomas, 1973. Welcome home, my brother. We got a climax here. Well, obviously, little John's got a climax. Turn down for what? Turn down for what? AJ Marco says we need the pitbull. Pitbull's on my iPad. This is an all-request Memorial Day Friday weekend action, yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah, what were, you, what were you talking about now, by the way? Uh, you were talking about uh, Terrell Owens at the game? Yeah, he was there. Was for? And uh, he, No, who wasn't at the game? Sam Bradford wasn't at that. No, it was Matthew Stafford. He wasn't at the game. Yeah, he was at a local watering hole with his wife and whoever yeah. else was at the game. And so while he was watching the beer chugging going on in Milwaukee, he tried to do it, and he did actually finish the beer, I believe. Quick, right. It was intercepted by his wife right afterwards, though, yeah. before he got to the bottom of the, uh, the, 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 the mug. He saw Tom Brady doing it, too. Was he doing it? Show. No. Yeah, they were like, yeah, it's only a four-ounce glass. They're like, no, the goat has large hands, all right? The goat just has large hands. Yo, it's warm here in Philadelphia. It's no warmer, shit. It was warmer here than San Francisco, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it was only like 64 yeah. degrees in San Francisco. By the way, your mom is out of control, man. She's yes, emailing she me like every 15 minutes now. I think she's got this bouncing in her big car right now. She's Carol driving. and this in the MDX? Hell and she's, no. she's like going lane across all the lanes of the uh, one of the she, 10. No, no what's the freeway over there? 101. 101 the 101. Yeah. Or the 405. No, it's the 101. She's all over the road. I assure you, she has no idea what's going on in that car right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it scares the hell of the hell out of me. I know. I missed you guys, man. Did you have fun? I, I love have, I, I love my time. mom, but she should not be driving. No, no, no. I mean, God bless her. She's approaching what eighty now. Yeah. She's fantastic. And and you would never think that like she she's so on top of everything. She doesn't look like eighty. She doesn't act like sharp it. Almost eighty. She's sharp, 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 sharp. And how many but, marathons but, did she run now, Robin? How oh many? I don't even know. I've lost track. But here's the thing: is that she her driving skills have not been good. For a long time, like forever. So this is not something new. It's just got right, a little right. bit worse. The one thing about mom's mom, Rob, Robin's mom, and her stepdad's cars, they are both meticulously clean. Oh, yes. forget about it, dude. God, you can eat in those cars. Well, that's because they. And Robin will one. When I was in there, I was sleeping in the car. One they night have. Night. They have. 
the uh, the cleaning that they have the monthly subscription to the Menlo Park car cleaning service, yeah. so they can go whenever they want. They can go. Tony, and you get were the sleeping car in your car. You're, you're part of the, uh, the, uh, the the just below the poverty line of San Francisco people. Exactly. Hundred six thousand dollars a year. People are living in their cars. Wonderful city, though. I didn't see any crap on the streets. I know you said you did not see a, a single poop. The washed it away, I guess. Ah, oh, that's enough. Well, I guess that's maybe hey, what it you was. Know, you went to Union Square. You saw my boy John Hanley. You didn't yeah, even tell nice, me. You got had, the picture. We had, a, we, had a, we had a nice conversation. Gave him his business card. He told me to give him a call next time I'm in town. So, How great uh, is John Hanley? Oh, he's fantastic. We, we, we talked about a good 20, 25 minutes. We talked about you a little bit. I ran into some of your fans. A couple of Ubers I went into. They were listening to uh, the KMBR out there. Oh, beautiful. And um, they were talking about Gary. And I said, uh, Gary, and Gary. I said, I said, uh, I said, I actually, I work with Tony back in Philadelphia. Like, what the hell is he doing? Tell him to get back over here. Blah, blah, blah. They said they miss you. I told them everybody where to find you. So hopefully now they're Are they on Twitch you. right now. I hope so. They better, they better ask me. I, I listen to the sports talk out there. It's horrible, man. No, it's not. <laughs> Have you seen the Giants play lately? Yeah. <laughs> they're waiting for football. They're at the Warriors, by the way. Yeah. You were right there on that side of the bay. And you're going to say sports sucks? No, I didn't say the sports sucks. The Warriors are a dynasty. There are, there, everybody's talking about, you know, this team's a dynasty. The Patriots certainly are. Will there be another team like the Golden State Warriors in, in the, the NBA? In, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No. Even with these guys all colluding and going to different places and everybody wants to join one team and now LeBron's trying to recruit all these. He's trying to recruit Jimmy Butler to come out with the Lakers and all of this other tampering shit. Mm-hmm. There's never going to be another team. That's going to be in five consecutive NBA finals. No, and be dominating the way they have. Exactly. No, I don't. Think and you think, and, and and without KD, it's unbelievable, the man. Only, the only way I could see it happen is if somehow, some way, that the Knicks form the. Uh, but they're, 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 the Knicks aren't going to do that, because these these guys are going to stay one year, get a ring, go somewhere else. No, no. The only way I, the only way I could see it happen is if if like the Warriors did, like they have that young talent that comes in and all stays together. The only thing is. Is that the Knicks getting screwed out of that, not getting screwed, but not winning the lottery, not getting the first round pick, makes it a lot harder now. Because remember, Tony, the Warriors built this thing through the draft. Yeah, but not with not with top five picks either. No, they did it with Steph Curry, who got drafted. They got uh, Clay Thompson was But they were all not lottery picks. No, Draymond was a second round pick. Exactly. That so everybody's obsessed with tanking and getting the number one pick. The number one pick doesn't guarantee you anything. As the Sixers have shown. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. the only number one pick they have on their roster is Ben Simmons. Correct. Because they won the lottery, and he was the best player, and that was the right pick. And they trade up for Markel Fultz, and he's now in Orlando. Exactly. So the bottom line is this incessant craziness about the number one. You have to be lucky, A, to get the number one pick, Correct. and then you have to be lucky that the number one pick is a franchise guy. And guess what? That's not the case every single year. Right. You know who's in the se- you know who's a second round guy playing uh, in the NFL? I'll give you a classic. No, you, Julian Edelman's is like a seventh round pick. Did you know that? Yeah, I heard you guys talk about that. Yesterday. And he's a franchise. He's one of the all time greatest wide receivers, Hall of Famer in NFL, especially in the postseason. Absolutely. And speaking of that, I got to get to this Donovan McNabb thing. I don't like to do the, the beat Donovan McNabb thing to death. Oh, I love me some Donovan McNabb. But the bottom line about Donovan McNabb, and I have the video. Robin has the video. I want to play this because what's happening now, and it happens here in Philly all the time. I'm not a Donovan McNabb lapdog. I don't really know him that well. I know him. He knows me. But it's not like I kiss his ass. Right. So. But you've always been a. I've been fair. Fair to him. And you've never said that he needed to leave when. No, I mean, you know, did. when he threw up in the playoff game in the, right. in the Super Bowl. You know, that's unfortunately those things stay with athletes forever. Just like with Bill Buckner until they won a World Series. And now the Donovan McNabb thing. And I know people are saying he jumped the shark. But it's not about jumping the shark 
It's about a guy who keeps being asked to go on shows. He was on with Zach Gelb a couple of weeks ago because he came on and he asked him, hey, Donovan, come on the show. TMZ asked him to go in studio yesterday to do an interview. Correct. McNabb went in. He, he's not knocking on doors. He's not going door to door asking people to interview him so they can give an opinion that the majority of the people who will watch it will have a problem with. The only problem with this interview is that Troy Aikman's name was mentioned. And it's unfair because people immediately started going to the, well, what are you, crazy? Troy Aikman's got all these rings. He addresses that. So we're going to play the tape. This is Donovan McNabb yesterday on TMZ Sports. And they were interviewing him, and they brought up stuff. They were asking him questions, and he was giving them answers. And then the answers that he gives are what people don't like about Donovan McNabb. Okay. Let's go to the tape. Conversation we have in here a lot. Is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? Uh, I mean, I'm still sitting here, so um, probably, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, no, no, Donovan, I'm glad you said that. I looked at, because I, I, love, I love the Giants, like we said, and Eli Manning. I looked at your numbers. You have a better uh, passer rating. The, the numbers are very comparable. He has more touchdowns, but a lot more interceptions than you. Are, a lot. Are, a a lot, lot. <laughs> right? A lot more, a lot more. Uh, a lot of people like, agree that Eli's a Hall of Famer, I think. Are you a Hall of Famer? Absolutely. Uh, and I'm not hesitating on that. I am a Hall of Famer. My numbers speak for itself. Eli does have two Super Bowl rings. Uh, I will give him that. And, I mean, that obviously carries weight for a lot of people and a lot of voters right. uh, that look in it. Uh, but you also look at the kind of game changing. Has he came, changed the game for the, for the New York Giants? I think if Eli pro- probably would have been gone from New York three years ago and went somewhere else and maybe changed that franchise up, it would help his cause. Uh, but the fact that a lot of Giants fans are still sitting on those rings and saying how great Eli is, is helping his cause when he decides to retire. Your, your numbers are so strong, and you had such an impact yeah, on the Bowls, game I think. With, with the way that you played it. Why do you think that the question is brought up, is Donovan McNabb a Hall of Famer? Why do you think that that's what's out, out there? I feel like you're, I told you before the, the interview, and I'm not just blowing smoke, I, I feel like you're a Hall of Famer. Well, why do you feel like it's in question? Well, I mean, it, it, you look at it in a sense for a lot of quarterbacks. I mean, for, for Jim Kelly making it to the Super Bowl four times and not winning, uh, but he made it to the Super Bowl four right. times. Uh, to Troy Aikman, num- my numbers are better than Troy Aikman, but he has Super Bowl rings, and he's played with Hall of Famers as well. Uh, I, that's the question that I've always asked. Is, play with uh, do, I did play he's with T.O. Uh, but I, I, didn't play, I didn't play with T.O. for a numerous m- amounts of years. Right. right. Um, and so when you look at my numbers, yeah, but then they always want to add other stuff into right. it. And, you know, so how was he a, was he an all-pro? Was he was he this? Uh, how many Super Bowl opportunities? This, I don't realize how hard it is to get to the NFC Championship and to get there five times yeah. and yeah. then make it to a Super Bowl. It's tough. And yeah. so finally we have a hall, well, two Hall of Famers with Brian Dawkins and T.O., and so maybe that helps the cause going forward. So what did he say in that interview? That is offensive or inaccurate? Nothing. But the, the fact what happens is Cowboy fans hear the Troy Aikman thing, and they immediately, are you kidding me? You're going to compare yourself to Troy Aikman? The fact is his regular season numbers are better than Troy Aikman's, and he actually acknowledged that Troy Aikman has the three Super Bowls. And when, you, when you're a big-time postseason performer, like Troy Aikman was, when he got to the postseason, he closed the deal, and the fact that McNabb didn't doesn't mean he's not a Hall of Famer. Correct. Dan Marino's a Hall of Famer, never sniffed a Super Bowl. Jim Kelly was in Super Bowls, didn't win them. So the, pre- the, the argument that you have to win a Super Bowl. Fran Tarkenton. 
Right. Or you're not a Hall of Famer is bullshit. That is not the fact at all. McNabb's numbers are spectacular. I think Donovan McNabb, based on his numbers, forget about the throwing up and all that other stuff. That's not what you look at when you look at a player's career. Don McNabb had 37, 276 yards. He had 234 passing touchdowns. He had he had fewer he had fewer interceptions than Troy Aikman in the regular season. And so, but you but this isn't that you don't compare him to Troy Aikman. You compare him to quarterbacks who are in the Hall of Fame based on numbers and getting to five consecutive NFC championship games when you look at the talent around him, too. Remember, people say T.O., but T.O. was here one year, and it was a a shaky year, remember? And T.O. played his ass off hurt. And you look at the pieces around him. Did he have unbelievable wide receiver talent or running? No, they had good players, but they didn't have any, oh, my God, this team. In fact, Randall Cunningham, when he was here, had better weapons around him than Donovan McNabb did when he was the leader for the Eagles for all those years. And, and Cunningham never even made a Super Bowl. Yeah, McNabb had Charles Johnson and Torrin Small and, you know, yeah, and, and Todd, Todd Pinkston and guys like that. But are you going to discount like you're going to take you're going to discount a guy like Montana and say it didn't it didn't matter with him because he had Jerry Rice? Of course I mean, it come did. On. I mean, come on now. I, I think that the a lot of the the people here in Philadelphia who get on McNabb are just because of the fact that you know McNabb was ever that was never the likable guy because he always talked back, you know. And that's and that's a good. I actually like my athlete to do that to, to talk back a yeah. little bit because he stands up for himself. He's not going to hear your crap. If you want to listen, if you're good enough to give it, you better be good enough to take it. Exactly. As well. Exactly. As far as the other people, like you said, Tony, as far as comparing it to to Aikman and Cowboys fans getting uproar about it, it's ridiculous. What he said there was absolutely truthful. Exactly. And and for one, I'm with you. I, I don't know if it's one of those like you know first ballot type thing. But it doesn't matter. But he's no, a he's Hall a Hall of Famer. Famer. If you go bait, if listen, the Hall of Fame is based on accolades, and those accolades include numbers and statistics. Exactly. And by the numbers and by the statistics, in the era that he played in with the with the group of characters that he played with, he was a top four quarterback for almost exactly. a decade. He exactly. belongs in the Hall of Fame. That's the that's that's, that's it. That, and and I and we both agree on this. Not because we're homers or anything else. No. And, and Donovan McNabb. Again, I've met him. I've known him. I've interviewed him. But I'm not a Donovan McNabb lapdog. No. You know, a lot of the things that he says, the problem that I have with the way people react to him now is that they don't even listen to what he says. Exactly. They don't listen to the context. They read a quote. McNabb says he's a comparable to Aikman. And then that's all people see. And then they go crazy. How the hell can you compare yourself to Troy Aikman? Because they've been institutionalized by this town and how to feel and how to think about what McNabb says. And the bottom line is this. Donovan McNabb had a Hall of Fame NFL career. No doubt about it. You may not like him. You may not like the fact that he seemed to be, what's the word I'm looking for? Not a fan favorite? No, no. Uh, controversial? No, not even controversial, because we love controversial people here in Philly. People love T. 